I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season six, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada within about 12 months. So she was scared, something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz and Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, this is the Roz and Mocha Show. Hey, guys, it's Patrick. What's up, Patrick? So I know that Maury likes to do those like uh, eating challenges and those world records and whatnot. So I came across one that I kind of think maybe he it might be achievable for him. <laughs> okay. We'll see. Uh, so it's, it's <laughs> the confidence level. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so what's what's your big idea, Patrick? Uh, it's 30 Reese's Cups in under three minutes. I think it was like the world record was like two minutes and 57 seconds or something. 30 Reese peanut butter cups in under three minutes. Now, yeah. Patrick, is this one by one or can you just like have all 30 them. laying out there on the table and then you just shove them all in your mouth? I think you, I think you can have all 30 on the on the table. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't think that they, they, they need to be like wrapped. I don't think it's uh, wrapping. So... Um, a couple of the other world records that Maury's tried to, to, to beat, one of the food ones was um, somebody ate uh, 255 peeps in five minutes. Ugh, you know, peeps, gross. those, yeah, those the, marshmallow. the marshmallow things. Candy. Uh, Maury mm-hmm. ate 25. Oh, so gross. Tried to eat a full onion in 30 seconds. Nasty. Uh, cheese eating. So there was a 500-gram block of cheddar cheese in three minutes was the world record. Oh, I remember Maury attempted that, and you were blocked up for like, right. for like a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I remember, do you, and oh, do you remember that other time? I bet Maury $200 because Maury said that he could easily eat uh, 20 dev- deviled eggs. Oh, right? I remember that day. <laughs> right? It was probably like one of the smelliest days in this yeah, room. He did eat 10, though. <laughs> he got he got through 10. So you're, so you're saying... Uh, what again? What should Maury try? 30 Reese's cups in under three minutes. 30 okay. Reese's cups in under. Now, again, with this, the only thing that Mo-, Mo and I can do is we cannot influence. We can't push in any way. The only thing we will say is, uh, Maury, are you willing to try to break the record of eating 30 Reese peanut butter cups in under three minutes? Absolutely. Okay. okay. So now well, you have about three minutes to go downstairs and get and 30, <laughs> get 30 <laughs> Reese peanut butter cups. Okay. Can I, can I borrow 20 no, bucks from no. someone? Uh, so, Mari, Mari, head downstairs and uh, go and grab a... <laughs> Do they come in packs of twos or threes? Three. Come in threes. packs of threes. Oh, that's tough math for yeah. more. Have fun with that. you got three minutes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Okay, I'm excited for this. Okay, so uh, Patrick had uh, called in and put together uh, a challenge for Dammit Mori, and that was to break the world record of eating these, which are... Reese peanut butter cups, mm, right? Delicious. 
And the world record, just so you know, is 30 of these, 30 mm. individual cups in three minutes. And the world record holder is a guy named Peter um, Cherzwinski. And uh, he goes by the name Furious Pete. And, <laughs> and, he so did, and he did 30 <laughs> of these in two minutes, 57.36 seconds without drinking water. Damn. So I think that that's what makes this more, oh. more difficult. Uh, other eating records that Maury has tried to compete in the, in the past, he tried to eat a 500-gram uh, block of cheddar. Ugh. That did not go well. Backed uh, up for days. Remember Peeps? Those yes. things? So he tried to eat. Uh, the world record was 255 Peeps in five minutes. Maury did 25. Those are the marshmallow uh, candies that are covered in like a They come in blue sugar. and yellow. Yeah. And then there was the time I offered Maury $200 because he was uh, showboating to eat 20 deviled eggs, and he got through 10. So, Maury, so you're going to try today to beat this record of 30 Reese peanut butter cups in three minutes without drinking water. Oh, man. Let me see them right there. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, I love Reese peanut butter cups, right? After a while. So even after just eating a pack of three, right? It gets, it feels. Yeah. Thick in your mouth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Grow up, Maury. You're the one that started it. Guys, come on. We're all adults here. Grow up, please. Okay. <laughs> Don't say such juvenile things. So, okay. It makes you want to have something thirst quenching. Right. Okay. So you have three minutes. Who's keeping time oh, on this? You're going to keep time on this, Mocha? Now, I, should we say, because I watched a video of this yes. guy, the world record holder. Right. Did you watch a video, Maury? Do you I know? I did, yeah. Oh, okay. So... Uh, the, his technique, yeah. and I don't know if yours is going to be any different, his technique was literally eating one by one. Oh. It's not like he picked up all 30 and just started shoving all the Reese peanut butter cups but into his mouth. But he's probably faster doing... swallowing than I am. But so you, I'm I would to... think two at a time is what I... I thought that was the technique yeah, two no, at a time. This guy was doing one, one at a time. One at a time. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, okay, so Mocha, are you at all ready? Yeah. Are you okay. ready, Damn it, Maury? Yeah. Maury is taking the glasses off. Can't see. Okay, okay, okay. ready? Yeah. In three... Two, one, go. One, two. Okay. Oh, so he's Maury's technique right now is to just stuff him in his mouth, chew, and not swallow, right? No, we'll get to the swallow. Okay, okay, but time. you got two in there. No, we'll but just... my throat won't tell me when it's ready. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Number three is in. Oh, it sounds so gross. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> for anybody that and goes number four, yeah, four. Uh, for anybody who has that thing where they don't like the sound of somebody chewing, which is I think most people, um, this uh, this is not for you today. Oh my jaw sore. Ew. <laughs> okay, okay. Maury's now stretching out his mouth. Okay, that's five. That's five in there. Yeah. Are you keeping track, Shem? Can you please? I know it's a terrible. Okay. I'm keeping I track. I'm, I'm, you, you are? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm not. I'm just watching that mouth move. So, Maury was, uh, his technique at the beginning for the first four was to go uh, full Reese cup in the mouth. Now he's um, biting. So, that was three bites for number six. Five, number six. This is exhausting. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seven. Okay. Oh my god! This Come is on, so baby. boring. Okay, this is so boring, huh? 
By the way, uh, you keep eating, Moriel. Tell people what's going on. Uh, if you're listening right now and you're wondering why it's uh, making you sick to your stomach, um, Dan Mori is in the middle of trying to beat the world record for the uh, most uh, Reese's peanut butter cups eaten without drinking water or to wash it down in under three minutes. Uh, the world record currently held by Furious Pete of Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, uh, was 30 Reese peanut butter cups. He did that in two minutes and 57.36 seconds. Uh, Maury is at how many now? Number eight. Number eight. And how much time? That's now number nine. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. That last one hurt. Okay. It's just exhausting, Ross. Right. How much time does he have? How much time does he have? You have 35 seconds. Left? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, Maury, you're in the final 30 seconds, buddy. Make it count. Make it count. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, 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 okay. Once it's in the mouth, it counts. Okay. No, no, but swallowed. Swallowed is the only thing that matters. Okay, keep that. Oh, gross. Okay. Oh, God. Ew, ew, ew. Okay, keep going. Keep going, Maury. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, Maury. Keep going. Keep going, Maury. Maury, Maury. Keep going. Keep going. Ew, ew, dude. Oh, gross. Okay, time. Ew. Okay, so... I would say because those last four are still in your mouth. So successfully, oh, oh it's falling out Ew. of his mouth. It's dripping it's out of his mouth. It's literally coming that is out. so like, gross. It's coming that out. That is disgusting. Are you dripping all over that the, the, the rest of the peanut butter cups there? Because I was going to ask for one, but I'm not going to now. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. This is so gross, guys. Oh, that's and honestly, like it smells delicious in here because of the Reese peanut butter cups. But, oh, oh my God, your mouth! Oh, oh, it's so gross. Like a Shem. This is this like Shem has his back to you, bro. This is you need to leave. Honestly, Shem's eyes are watering. Yo, Maureen. you failed. And you have to leave right now. Okay, so there we go. Uh, so oh, uh, the world record was not broken. Again, the world record uh, was 30 Reese peanut butter cups in under three minutes. Uh, it was uh, The record still still stands today. Uh, Furious Pete did 30 in two minutes and uh, 57.36 seconds. Uh, damn it, Maury did how many? He did 10. I but did how, 10. Many, how many did you uh, swallow? Uh, no, 10. 10? But he had to shove 14 Reese peanut butter cups okay. into his mouth. So t- <laughs> well. You, sir, are so <laughs> disgusting. That is the most foul-looking wheeze I've ever seen in my life, man. Look at you. Uh, anyway, uh, so no, that we did not break a world record today. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Roz, I cannot tell you the amount of people that have been reaching out to get stuff off their chest. Uh, Roz and Mocha's vented moments is what we're calling it, TM. Yeah working title <laughs> stop it um no yeah no questions asked either uh we, we don't even need to know your name but if you have something that you just need to get off your chest maybe because even like your friends and family don't want to hear it or maybe it's about them uh but we'll give you the show we'll give you the platform we'll give you the audience and you can just go off you can just get it all out hey it's ron zamoka you sent us the text that simply reads this girl needs to vent yeah she sure does go okay so i've been living in this apartment for seven years I'm a smoker, mm-hmm. and uh, I only smoke in one room in my apartment. The rest of it is off limits. 
by choice. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Can I just tell you something? As somebody who spent a lot of years smoking cigarettes, the idea... Yeah. And anyway, I'm, I'm going to back out. I'm going to back out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna, you have the, it's, it's your time to vent. It's your time to vent. I screwed it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So you only All smoke right. in, so, one, yes. in, in one room in the apartment, nowhere else. Yes. Okay. And uh, anyway, so... All of a sudden, somebody moved in upstairs and said every time they open their closet, they can smell smoke. And, oh, they've got asthma. That's really bad. Um, I've got asthma, too. But point being that I um, had been there for six years. Mm -hmm. And I get a letter to cease smoking in my apartment uh, immediately or I will be escorted out and evicted by a sheriff in 30 days. Damn. So um, I got a tent and a patio, um, a patio uh, heater mm-hmm. and got some Christmas, Christmas lights mm-hmm. and, uh, of course, my cigarettes and my ashtray and uh, a nice scented candle. And I live out on my balcony now. What do you mean you live on your balcony? You mean you just go outside to smoke? I stay out on my balcony. And the only time I go inside is if I need to use the kitchen or the bathroom. Do you? How much do you smoke that you're like you have to move now to the balcony? <laughs> well, because I don't want to keep getting up and going out because it's a constant reminder that. So you I'm just stay out there like, all day? Hey, listen! Don't stop yeah, asking questions. Okay, stop yeah, asking right, questions. Right. We're this not allowed to ask questions. Moment. It's your vented moments. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah, so so you you built yourself a smoke hut and decorated yeah. it. Okay. Well, Just seasoned though. Yes, it, I'm sure it looks beautiful. It's warm. It's cozy. I got a sleeping bag. I got oh like plushy blankets. <laughs> well, um, that, I've that, got my iPad so I can like listen to stuff or watch stuff. Like I've, it's all cool. I have so many questions. No, you're not allowed uh, to ask know, questions, Rob. You're not know, allowed. You're not know, allowed. I know. I have so many questions. Uh, okay. Hey, listen. That is a. This is what we do on this show. You got a vent. You got a vent. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we appreciate you venting. Oh yeah, but you got no questions, huh? I know you're not allowed to ask. Them, no, but we're not uh, supposed uh, to. Uh, we're not supposed to. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We this. It's not. It's not in the spirit of uh, what uh, what this uh, segment, whatever we're calling it, is. Rosamoka's venting. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Yeah, I vented, and my husband is in total agreement with the building. Oh, oh, oh yeah. damn. Yeah. Yeah. Plot twist. Yeah. Who do you think bought the tent and the oh, your, your, your husband kicked you out? out, out. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, you got war. You got you... wars going. Isn't it funny that the smoker appears on a segment called Vented Moments? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> So wait, okay, okay, important, and I know we're not supposed to ask questions, but it sounds okay. like you're outside right now. Are you outside right now in that tent? Uh, actually, no, I'm uh, going to be going back to my tent. I'm just getting some gas in my car. Oh, oh wow. okay. okay, and then back to the tent, huh? Damn straight. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Jeez. All right, girl, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Love you guys. Love you too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were out in Santa Monica yesterday, and Pete Davidson looks like he's got a big old hickey on his neck. Oh, really? Yeah. All right then. Old school making out. When's the last time you had a hickey? Did you ever uh, have a hickey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like did, a long huh? time. Yeah. I've never had one. You've never had a hickey, Maury? No. Uh, have you ever given a hickey? Yes, on somebody's chest. On the chest? Yeah. Oof. You gotta have a powerful uh, <laughs> suck to give a hickey on a chest. <laughs> That's not a. Uh, it doesn't, like, it doesn't lend it itself. It no, no. Did you ever do hickeys? Why do you hold on? I know, <laughs> Why do you sound I know, like that? Bro, like, don't ew, even. gross. 
Why do you say it like that? God. No, he's not into that. Oh, okay. He's a professional. <laughs> he's a professional. Wow. He can't go on Zoom with a Would hickey? you give a hickey to a hobo? <laughs> what do you mean he's a professional? What does that have to do with anything? It was like a long time ago when, you know, I was a little bit wilder. <laughs> Running around chest hickeying guys. <laughs> Anyway, Pete Davidson's got a hickey, and it was, I don't know, I found it interesting, and not a lot of people do hickeys anymore. When was the last time you had one, or gave one? Years, like early, early high school, not even late high school, Mm. like early high school. Yeah. And then you used to do them on your own arm first. Oh, yeah, To see if you were any good at it, Uh right? And to see how long it would take. To see how long it would take, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm happy for him, I guess, right? Everybody. Deepo, when was the last time you got a hickey? I have no. No, look at Deepo. No, no, don't involve me in this. (laughs) What about giving one to Talal? No? No. You've never given a hickey? No. Do you know what a hickey is? I know what a hickey is, What's a hickey? What's a hickey? Quickly. It's like when you mark somebody. What do you mean when you mark somebody? When you like, oh, I can't even talk okay, about it. Okay, explain a hickey. Explain a hickey. How do you give a hickey? <laughs> How do you give a hickey? I feel weird talking about this. Why? 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 Explain. Ex- explain. Why? Because you know your mom and dad are listening right yeah. now. Okay. No. 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 Explain. Explain <laughs> how. Explain how to give a hickey for people. You. You. Give a kiss. You kiss. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? You kiss. That's it. What do you? What no, do you, you don't. Have? There's nothing else to it. Yeah, there is. There's okay. lots. Wait, wait. Do you know what a hickey is? I know what a hickey is. What Ross? is a hickey? You. Yeah. But. Okay. You little sucky suck. You. <laughs> <laughs> and then you leave a mark. You bite. Yeah. You bite. Wait, do you? I don't know. <laughs> you think a hickey's a bite mark? Wait, is it? Maybe I don't know what a hickey is. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, do you know what a hickey is? Okay. 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 You don't know what a hickey is, right? No, isn't that what it is? Biting someone. Until what? Like there's a mark, no? What kind of mark? Teeth marks? No, like isn't there like like a looks like a bruise, no? Yeah, but from biting. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you came in so confident too. Wait, what? Right? Where am I going wrong with this? The bite, the biting part. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> the teeth. Oh, I would say. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. then, what is it? You explain it to me. Sucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the educational no moment today. Also, Thank you, hello Deepa. to Deepa's parents. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh Thank Thanks, you. Guys. All right. Thanks, Deepa. Uh, <laughs> Ross and Mocha's hell of a story. Uh, Britt, how you doing? I'm okay. I'm good. Welcome to Ross and Mocha's hell of a story. When did your hell of a story take place? So it's actually a two-parter story, and the first part takes place in 2014. So in 2014, where does it start? Who are you with? What goes on? Yeah, so me and one of my really good friends were working at a golf course together in the summer, and this is the summer before we were going to go to university, and one day we just spontaneously decided that we wanted to go and get our nipples pierced. Oh, jeez. Uh, before university, yeah. Why, so why, heard- why, why, why? Um, I don't know. Honestly, it was just one of those like spur of the moment decisions. I was kind of a goody goody back then and my friend was not. So she convinced me and we were like, okay, let's go for it. So we were driving to um, the piercing studio, kind of talking about it. She's hyping me up. We're all good. We get in there and um, I was talking to her and I was like, okay. I was like, I'm nervous, but why don't I go first? And she's like, you know what? Actually, that's a good idea because I think that I'm going to get something else pierced. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? Okay. She's like, I don't want to get my nipples pierced anymore. I think that I want to get my downstairs pierced. No. (laughs) I was like, 
Oh my god! I mean, not my thing. But if you want to go ahead and do that, that's fine. Oh, I'm cringing sure already. Yeah. yeah, I'll for sure go first. Okay. And uh, that way you have some time to back out if you want. She's like, perfect. I sit. He does whatever he said that he was going to do. Yeah. I take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Everything is good. Oh. My friend then is now, it's her turn. I'm going to, again, I'll clamp. And then when I clamp, I want you to take a big deep breath. <sighs> I'm going to count down from three. Yeah. And then I'm going to go ahead and pierce. Gotcha. So you know how like when you're getting a shot, or a piercing, they'll kind of like trick you and they'll say they're counting down from three, but then they go at two so you don't move. Yeah. So he said three and then he said two. And when he said two, my friend went, wait, 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 and jerked her body out of the way. Yeah. But when she jerked her body, he had already put the needle in. Okay. And he had ripped Ah. right through her area. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, ripped right through her area. There was blood everywhere. Okay. No! She was panicking. She was screaming. It was just like a sight that I did not want to be a part of. Right. Um, okay, so how do you fix it? How does she fix it? He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He gave her like a bunch of napkins to hold down there. Oh. And she ended up actually having to get reconstructive surgery after that. No. Um, and now only has about... 70% of feeling downstairs. Oh, Wait, so no. how is this a two-parter? So, um, flash forward two years. So 20, I'm, 2016 I, now. You've had your yeah. you've had your nipple pierced for two years at this point. Yeah. Yes. So I'm in second year at Brock gotcha. and um, have a new boyfriend. Everything was great. Yeah. I um, was downstairs in his basement taking a shower and he had this like big, huge walk-in tiled shower. It was yeah. kind of gross, but whatever. Sure. Um, <laughs> University boys, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So went in, I was taking a shower, and I realized that I didn't bring myself a towel. Yeah. So without even thinking, I was kind of like walking to the edge of the tiled shower, kind yeah. of leaning out the door. And yeah. I said, hey, like, babe, can you bring me a towel? He's like, yeah, no problem. I turned my body around yeah. to go back and turn off the shower. Yeah. Walked out, and he goes, oh, my God, babe, your boob. And I was like, what do you mean, my boob? And we both looked down, and my boob, I guess, had gotten caught in the grout when I had leaned over to ask for a towel. And when I turned around, I ripped it out. Ah! (laughs) And I was like, what? Like, I didn't even feel anything. And I looked down, and my nipple was off. Like, it was hanging. Yeah. And the, the ring was actually just hanging on by a thread, yeah. honestly. Like, it was awful. And yeah. it was blood everywhere. Okay. <laughs> no! Okay. 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 And finally, I was like, oh, my God, I see it now. And it's like the pain is starting to come to me. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, okay. So how did you fix that then? For like a month, I was too embarrassed to go to the doctors or the hospital to get stitched up. Yeah. So I just like band-aided my boob for a month. Oh, my and, like, God. And kept on sticking it together with band-aids oh and like God. crazy tape. Did it get infected? No, it didn't get infected. Like I made sure that I was cleaning it with salt water and stuff. Did you, did you, take, yeah. did you take the ring out? Well, yeah, I had to. Okay. okay. That was the end of my piercing days. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how's your boob? How's your boob now? Um. So when I had my son. Oh, end, okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Hey, yeah. Hell of a story. Hell of a story. You. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, I had him in uh, 2017 and 
I know I was trying to like breastfeed and stuff and we realized like everything looks normal but when I was like trying to breastfeed him we realized that the milk actually came out like a sprinkler because it wasn't fully healed properly because all the holes because all the too many holes there's too many holes (laughs) yeah so uh that was just uh, a joke that my fiance and I now you know, share in the story. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Hilarious. It doesn't affect me much, but. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, my God, Britt. Um, listen, that is, that was a hell of a story. We can't thank you enough. Yeah, of course. Uh, when I was listening to your podcast about your n- nipple piercing story, I was like, oh, my God, I need to one up him. Well, if my <laughs> if my deformed nipple can be inspiration to anyone, I'm, uh, I'm glad it was you. Yeah. Oh, team sprinkler. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Brent. Love you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, um, just going through this story here. Let me read you this about uh, Sean Mendes and uh, Camila Cabello. Okay, so are they back together? No, 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 no. No, but the 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 story is I don't know who they're quoting or where the hell this quote wound up, but it's. Interesting, nonetheless, which is they're claiming that this was a simple COVID relationship that had nowhere to go once life got back to normal. Because you remember they got like a dog together and they just they locked themselves in this house down in Miami for like all of COVID. And it was just the two of them spend like Christmas with their family last year Yeah, because it was all they were bubbling. Right. They were bubbling. uh, Live with them. for Yes, they were bubbling. And so what what they're saying now, let me read you this. Uh, They had this intense relationship last year and spent months together during the lockdown in Miami. They both seemed very happy and looked like they enjoyed having a break from working. Mm. Things are different now, though. It's more back to normal life. They have careers uh, that are taking them in different directions. They went from spending every day together to now not really spending any time together. So they're chalking this up to, will you be like my my sort of COVID lover. Yeah, because the thing is with Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello is that they are both big solo superstars who each have their own career, who each have their own fans, who each have their own projects that they got to work on. So in different parts of the country, working on those projects and then eventually getting to a point to where they're going to have to each travel to do tours and spend even more time apart from But there one are people who do that very successfully in Absolutely. relationships. This Absolutely. was just a COVID relationship. I think they got to the point where they realized that they have all this other stuff to do yeah. now that the I world is slowly opening up. Yeah. And it was out of convenience that their yeah. relationship lasted the way it did. Why don't you say it like it really is, which is neither of them like the other one enough to fly eight hours home to just spend 24 hours with mm-hmm. them. Right. Yeah, that's the reality of it. Morning. Following the paparazzi accounts, like I do. Yes. So before the breakup, <laughs> yes. Before the breakup, weeks before the breakup, Sean Mendez was photographed constantly in Toronto on his own oh. with his dog. Now that the breakup, you has mean happened, with their dog, with oh. their dog Tarzan. Now that you know the breakup the has happened, yeah. Sean Mendez has been photographed in Toronto again, tons of times mm-hmm. alone again. Mm-hmm. No dog. No dog. So Camila got the dog? No, I think that it was oh. probably, he probably, I bet you Sean Mendez' mom has the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably. What? What's your theory, Morgan? No, I was going to say, I agree. I think Camila had, because oh, you think? he has 
this condo in Toronto, yeah. and he was photographed before the breakup on his own with the dog. The dog's gone. I love all the people that said that the breaking point for Camila Cabello was that video that went viral of Shawn Mendes when he said it's giving share. Did you ever see that video? No, it's giving yeah. share. Giving you, share. You didn't see this video, no. Maury? So I guess he and Camila, Shem, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. They, they seem to be backstage someplace. I'm not sure where they were. I don't know where were, they were. But he's like, uh, it's giving share. So what does it, that mean? It, so it's giving means, I don't know what it's giving means, right? Like it's giving is like, I've, it's I've, a term used when like something is... I don't know. Do you mean give and take? No, no, no. no. It's kind of like, um, like you say, it's giving, it's giving. And so he's doing a, somebody's taking a picture with him and Camila, right? And then he walks over to the person taking the picture and says, oh, it's giving share, meaning yes. like it's fabulous. Yes. Right. And, their look, and the look on Camila Cabello's face was like, ugh, <laughs> right? Aww. And it's a quick, like four second clip, <laughs> but everybody, when they broke up, everybody was like, that was her breaking point mm-hmm. well, was the it's giving share. Clip. Yep. We're reaching out to us saying maybe they broke up, or maybe it was Sean Mendez that broke up with Camila Cabello yeah. because of the way she says Christmas. Yes. In her, <laughs> that's the other in one. The Amazon yes. music song, yes. uh, I'll Be Home for Christmas, where she says in parts of the song, sometimes she says Christmas, but sometimes she says Chris, Chris Moise. Listen to this. I'm dreaming tonight. Like, this is why you broke up with her because yeah. she can't say Christmas. I love even more. <laughs> this never gets old. And I know Beautiful it's voice. A long oh yeah. Road back, I promise you. <laughs> Here we go. This is and I'm with you, Boca. You can't spend the holidays with somebody who pronounces Christmas this way. <laughs> and it was at that point John Mendoz is like Fam, I'm done The Roz and Mocha Show podcast I got a new banger to play for you right now Oh, here we go, hit me Okay Um, so <laughs> Gorilla Glue Girl Okay. Is a rapper now. Who's Gorilla Glue Girl? Oh you don't my remember? goodness! Oh, the Jessica girl Brown. Yeah, she thought that it was hairspray, and she sprayed uh, Gorilla Glue into her hair, mm. and it went rock hard. And didn't like plastic surgeons and stuff fix her yeah, all up? She and... had to fly to L.A. and like after hours <laughs> oh, and hours, girl, and she yeah of surgery. Did we talk to her? We, we did, did talk yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all coming back to me now. So since then, since that viral fame kind of took over back in in january yeah she came up with her own line of like hair care products right in the summer called forever hair yes why not and uh then she started writing and and recording her own music she even reached out to like Nicki minaj too Nicki but, didn't reply but like about being gorilla glue girl or just like yes launching about- a separate career it's in line with all of that. It's all part of the... Her getting, brand. Getting her, her, her hair stuck with Gorilla Glue. Come on. So in this rap song called My Hair, oh, uh, she basically just tells you the story of what happened when she got Gorilla Glue stuck in her hair. Okay. My hair, it don't move, it don't move. My hair, it don't move, it don't move. My hair, come on, come on. It don't move, it don't move. My hair, you hear what I'm telling you? 
blue just a soldier moving from silky to solid try to wash it with everything i could think of but nothing was making progress i was sobbing with the dude couldn't call my brush it had me feeling like a fool i tried to use a shot that was the epic pill too i washed it like a dozen times and sipping getting through and my hair it won't move won't move my hair it don't move it don't move my hair this is a gorilla glue girl by the way she's got a new song out called my hair if you couldn't tell Maury's in the other room <laughs> dancing right now. Well, no, Maury's in the other room raising the roof. <laughs> right? Made a TikTok video for answers and all. My scalp was burning. It was concerning. Man, I felt the burning. Till I saw it went viral. My daughter Gina and all. I mean, you just because. She like, mama, you a star. Didn't know what was next. Had no idea what's the store. But I knew just one thing. Gorilla glue really stings. Had no time for celebration. Shout out to Gorilla glue. Yeah. I'm my razor. Got me feeling impatient because. Yeah. My hair don't move. My hair. Maury's dancing in the. Oh, sorry. Raising the roof in the other yeah. room. Yeah. Uh, I'm bouncing right now. Yeah. Shem is also bouncing right next to me. Yeah. And you're just yeah. sitting there with your hand over your mouth, yeah. not moving whatsoever. No, no. Maybe the third verse in the song. <laughs> okay, let's we'll try. We'll come around. Let's Here we try. go. Here we go. Later, Gina came to me to say the blue get removed by Dr. Michael K. Obeying. I asked her what's the fee. She said the fee is free. I said the fee is free. She said yes, indeed. Now I'm LAX bound, pound free, so astounded. Papa snapping, no capping it all around me. Called a Uber driver to the doctor's in a hurry. I made it to my destination, trying to block the worry. Then I met the doctor, felt relief more than I ever did. Surgery took a minute, four hours, I had my curls again. Big shot to Dr. Michael K. Obeying, and I swear that I would never touch Gorilla Glue again. Cause now, hey. wow, don't move. So there you go. Okay. It's the first rap song from the Gorilla Glue girl. She, it's basically like, it's it's like she's, all she's doing is just giving credit to all the people who like helped her out. Right? Yeah, it's a massive shout out. Like it's basically. just a shout out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tesco Brown, by the way. The song is out for you to enjoy. Yeah, really? Huh? Yeah. yeah. If you want to go and stream it, I, I probably, it's everywhere. I probably enjoyed that as much as I'm ever going to need to enjoy that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Oh, goodness, Katie. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. We've been waiting all day to talk to you. What is your dilemma? What is on your mind? I'm just wondering, what do you do for a newborn at Christmas? Yeah, uh, Katie Rose says, Hey, Razamoka, fix my life. It's my daughter's first Christmas, and I don't know if we should buy a ton of presents for her to open or if we should save it for next year when she still kind of knows a little bit more about what is going on. Mm. Uh, so how old's your daughter going to be? She's going to be nine months. Nine oh, months. She's not going to know. No, she has could, no idea what's going on no, right now. You could, <laughs> really, realistically, you're doing it for family and you're mm. doing it for the pictures, which means you could do it tomorrow if you wanted to. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, I think but, this is more of a dilemma that's happening in your mind than it, it is. is. But, you know, I was wrapping up all the presents and she seemed like really intrigued and interested because, you know, everything's shiny and everything. Yeah. So well, that's like, why she's oh. intrigued and interested. She's not looking at that paper being like, oh, Christmas. Yeah. She's nine months. She'll be nine months next I, month. And, and realistically, realistically, you, like, you know, I know what you're thinking, which is the thing that we all think, which is, you know, you have that kid and you, the you know, the, the night before Christmas, you're all cuddled up in the bed and you're reading the story and then the next day they come screaming into your room because Santa came and they they snuck down, you know, upstairs or downstairs or whatever it is, and they saw the presents under the tree. Like, I understand that as a parent because that is a magical moment, right? It absolutely mm-hmm. is a magical moment. But if you think that that is even happening next year, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. If you think that that's even oh. happening the year after, you're nuts. If I could interject real quick, Katie. 
Yeah. Is this yeah. your first your first child? Yeah. Okay, so we have a four year old at home, and Cruz last year when he was three was the first time that he really understood yeah. Christmas, saw that there were presents, yeah. knew that Santa came because yeah. we talk about Santa all the time. Make a list. Totally. Yeah. This year, he's four. This year is the year that he really, oh, yeah. really understands and that he is the most excited that I've ever seen him. So I understand your perspective, that first Christmas, you want it to be magical, memorable. You want to do all the extra things. You know Santa's going to show up and spoil your kid. You know that you and your husband are going to spoil your kid. You know the grandparents and aunts and uncles and whoever, whoever, whoever. It's still going to be that moment. But your child, your daughter, is going to have zero recollection, <laughs> is going to have no, zero know. idea <laughs> yeah, of any of this. It, this is all, like, in your mind. Yeah, and I'm just like, do I go and, you know, get her, though, all these things, like, you know. Yeah, that, do, do like, it all, but do it, like, honestly, honestly, do it, like, do it all, right? Um, mm-hmm. But but just know that you're, you're like, like you know, when she, like, you're going to have to empty the stocking, right? Like, it doesn't it doesn't matter what gets put in there. Like, it's all, it's still all your jobs, right? Like, you know, yeah. watching watching a nine-month-old sort of, you know, work her way through ripping a paper, like a, 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 a present open, it's not even like they know what they're doing. Like, at that point, they're just destroying, no. right? And then you're yeah. sitting around cheering. Like, they don't even understand that something cool is inside yeah right like they don't they don't get it's all for you and that's fine it can be all for you because it's emotional and it's wonderful and you guys are going to sit around and be a gloriously beautiful family um but that sort of thing can happen tomorrow it can happen Christmas okay. Eve. You can do it Boxing Day if family and friends can't you come can over when you July. want to. You could do it in July. <laughs> right? Yeah fair enough. Yeah. You you got a lot of years, don't you worry. Oh I know, yeah. I know, but yeah. but we know you. It's, it's it's your daughter's <laughs> first Christmas, and we know how excited you and your family are. So uh, you can continue with that excitement and continue with like spoiling her like crazy. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's you know I I know that she's not going to remember anything. None of this is for her. She has no clue what's going no. on. It's just a matter of you know. How much is too much? <laughs> uh, that's really up to you and your family. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it depends on how. It really, it depends on how busy you want to be that day, mm. and also it depends on how much uh, room you have in your place to store all that stuff. Yeah, because that stuff, once it comes into the house, is going to stay, is going to need a place in that house to be yeah. at all times. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, maybe you know, like uh, I, I put like on that uh, on that Santa list, I'd put baby like socks, <laughs> one pair. One pair, more diapers, <laughs> yeah. more wipes. <laughs> exactly, socks and wipes. I think uh, get, get what you get what you need. Yeah, <laughs> that's smart. She's starting to eat, so well, you know, yeah, spoons, forks, bowls. There you go. Thank you, Katie. That's good. Thanks, guys. All, All right, right you take care. Bye bye. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. Welcome back, Roz. Oh, what I do? I didn't know you just stepped out of the room to go to the washroom, I but. Had to go um, pee. When you were gone, yeah. Deepa said the most ridiculous thing. Oh, no. And then I just told her to stop talking because oh. I needed you to hear this. Man. <laughs> what I do now? Okay. Deepa, come here. Deepa. <laughs> so, you know, uh, Deepa got a new cat, right? Yeah. Her and her husband got a cat. Yeah. Tubby. Recently. Tubby, right? Tubby, Tubby, yeah. Tubby or Tubs? Yeah. Tubby. Okay. Or Tubby. both, whatever. So, Deepa, when Roz left the room just now, yeah. say what you said. <laughs> I said that my cat sees ghosts. 
and our house. <laughs> I'm going to go. I, I knew it. Oh, got to pee again. <laughs> no, it's true. It's oh, true. For God's sake. So, like, they say that animals have another they sense. They say, they uh-huh. say. Okay. Who says? Say, Who but it's says? The truth. Who says? The for, internet, for me, the for, world. Forward me your research right now. Um, scientists. Peer reviewed. Okay, go ahead. Your cat sees ghosts. Okay. So I find this really weird, but I've told you guys, I think that my house, there's like a spirit or something in the house because some weird things have happened. So Tubby, now whenever we take him to our living room or whatever and he's playing, sometimes he'll just stop and he'll look at a specific corner of the room Mm -hmm. and he'll start shaking and then he'll back away slowly as he's shaking and we're looking in the corner, and there's absolutely nothing there. And I was like, obviously, we can't see it. He can see it, and it's a ghost. <laughs> Guys, come on! <laughs> what more so proof ridiculous. do you need? Animals how old, have... How old, how old is your cat? Two and a half months. Two and a half months old. Yeah. Okay, you are analyzing the behavior of a two and a half month <laughs> old cat, right? Uh-huh. Also, also, you've never owned a pet before in your life. But this is your very first experience with a pet. Uh-huh. You're eight right? weeks in, girl. Yeah, you're eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I also know that animals sense things, and I was like, How this do you is mean like you proof. also know that because animals sense I've, things? I've read about it. I've seen it in TV shows and in movies, <laughs> and like. I was like, Tubby is a prime example. Hold on. So does this happen every single time? Okay. It doesn't happen Tubby every single is in time. The living room? It's happened several times with him. So the ghost moves around and not just stays in that in that one corner. Yeah, like he moves around, or he or she, I don't really know. But um, <laughs> I, there was, it came to a point where he would get so shook uh-huh. that I stood in my living room and I was like, he's just a kitty. Okay. And then you're talking to the ghost. Happened. You're telling the ghost to back off yeah, the cat? Yeah, you have to set boundaries. <laughs> oh, my God. And you have to, like, you know what, really free, be okay, clear. Okay, my, I watched my cat the other day, mm-hmm. okay, um, run from one end of the house to the other end of the house. He was about 40 feet away. There's one hallway that goes all the way down my house. Right. And he was in the other part of the house, and you can see through all the way down the house to the back door. My cat ran, jumped, cleared the coffee table, Ooh. ran to the door, and jumped all the way as high as he could up the door and then fell down. You know cats are supposed to land on their feet? Yeah. He jumped so high he fell on his side and oh. then jumped back up again and slammed both his paws against the door. Because there was a ghost on the other side. Because a leaf fell off no. the tree. <laughs> no! Okay, so the leaf was... Go- I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there- okay, so, so, sees ghosts. That's okay, what I'm sticking okay, yeah. with. Also, I now I have it. a haunted tree, right? Yeah, yes. maybe. I don't know how old your property is. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I gotta play this clip of Andrew Garfield talking about grief. Um, it's grief. Re- yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, so he is out promoting, uh, his movie, Tick, Tick, Boom. And he'll explain sort of the, the, the character and what the, the story's about in the interview. So he was on Colbert, um, but also talking about how he is tying in that movie and the character and the emotion behind it and that guy's life with losing his own mom in 2019 and how he deals with grief. And I think this is a pretty important clip for, I think, a lot of people um, who may be going through sort of something and and wondering if they're doing grief right. Um, And so this is Andrew Garfield, Uncle Bear. I love talking about it, by the way. So if I cry, it's only like, mm, it's only a beautiful thing. This is all the unexpressed love 
right? The grief that will remain with us, you know, until we pass because we didn't, we never get enough time with each other, right? Mm -hmm. um, no matter if someone lives till 60, 15 or, you know, 99. So I hope this grief stays with me because it's all the unexpressed love that I didn't get to, to tell her. And I told her every day. We all, we, we all told her every day. She was the best of us. I, I was able to step into this in a way where I could honor this incredible life of, of Jonathan Larson. And he was taken far too soon. He died at the age of 35 on the night of the first preview of Rent off-Broadway at the New York Theatre Workshop. Some strange twist of fate. And this film is kind of to do with that. It's to do with this ticking clock that we all have, that we all know in somewhere deep down that life is sacred, life is short, and we better just be here as much as possible with each other, holding on to each other. And for me, I got to sing Jonathan Larson's unfinished song while simultaneously singing for my mother and her unfinished song. I'm indebted to any, any, everyone who's brought me to this place so that I can, I can honor the most beautiful person that I've ever experienced in my life through my art and use it as a way to heal, use it as a way to sew up the wounds. Oh, man. And you know he was holding back every single tear that he wanted to shed right there. And then Colbert was like, man, that is so beautiful. But, like, are you in the new Spider-Man or no? No, he didn't. No, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, that is, um, it's one of the, the sort of most profound and, and just beautiful uh, statements uh, about grief that I've heard uh, publicly uh, in that sort of form in a very long time. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. House of Gucci, starring Lady Gaga House and Gucci. Adam Driver, is out tomorrow. Reviews are in. Let me read you this headline from the New York Post, and then I oh, will... they hate everything though. And then I'll read you a portion of their review. So the headline reads: House of Gucci review. Lady Gaga and her terrible movie are shallow. <laughs> so here's what... I get it, I get it. Here's what the New York Post wrote, okay? Yeah. Let's set the record straight. Does, Lady's Gag Does Lady Gaga's accent in the new film, House of Gucci, sound remotely Italian? Nyet! <laughs> <laughs> um... Mother Monster comes off as Russian as Boris and Natasha, Mikhail Gorbachev, and a cold bowl of borscht. <laughs> She's as authentic as the rest of Ridley Scott's puffed-up, ponderous drama, whose quest for Oscar glory officially ends today. Arrivederci! <laughs> the abysmal Gucci would get a better grade, perhaps, if it was a term paper term paper titled how to make the assassination of a famous person boring oh, wow wow and that's just the first part of their article wow they go on to like rip this movie apart and rip the accents and the storyline and just everything that has to do with this movie the new york post hated yeah but the new, okay the new york post hates everything let's just get that like right out of the way um but it's what is uh and not that it, and honestly like reviewers rev, like i'm just so I, reviewers are there's too many of them now and there's just everybody has a hot take and everybody wants to be the one but yeah if you go by rotten tomatoes because i guess some people still do go by rotten tomatoes mm -hmm. it's uh at 66 percent. but the one thing that i didn't know is that how house of gucci 
right? Like, I am interested in seeing it, right? It's very rare that you see an original movie filled full of superstars done by a legendary director, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is a remake, a reboot, a marvel of this, of this, of this, right? Um, and I'm very interested in it. Then I realize that it's two hours and 37 minutes. Ah, too long. No. Two hours and 37 minutes. No. I will sit through a any Marvel movie that has that time, right? Yeah. I will sit through any movie starring The Rock that has that time. Right. Anything else? Right. Yet. <laughs> hour and a half okay just, that's, and that's bro. that's with credits bro okay so here we go so los angeles times says uh no one in house of gucci can ultimately contend with the force of nature that is lady gaga so i guess they uh i guess they liked it but um but a lot of people did not uh but i'm still i still want to see it like it's just i'm dying for a movie like this like i'm just I'm dying good it. you are huh yeah, like I'm good i just it. I, there's you it's so rare that you get these movies it's just like why i'm so excited to see that up in the air movie with oh. with uh, jennifer lawrence and leonardo dicaprio that looks amazing because it just looks like a movie that you don't see like it mm. looks like a new movie like sure. house of gucci and looks like Netflix, a new yeah. movie sure right but like, i could do without it yeah yeah, yeah. you're not you're not gonna <laughs> come on you're not gonna see it Mm-mm. really huh like okay. maybe if they, it's like shows on TV. Wow. Actually, no, yeah. not no. even like that. on an airplane. Net, net, net. Wow, not even that The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, did you hear this clip of Tiffany going off on her crowd and then butchering? Um, I think we're alone now. Do you remember that song? You have to remember that song. I remember from an episode of Full House. Because Full she showed, house. yeah. Because she showed up and Full. like DJ was like such a big fan, and <laughs> and then like Tiffany okay, showed go up. On. Go on, right? Go on, and then like started singing the song. Also, uh, um, from a great scene in season one of Umbrella Academy, where they do this cross-section of the big giant house that they live in, in Umbrella Academy, mm-hmm. uh, and then everybody sort of dances together and everything else. Maury, what is that? I was just going to say, it's also from the Ted movie where Giovanni Ribisi dances to this song, and that's how they realized which one was the real Ted. Right, true. But also... Full House. <laughs> wow. That song's been everywhere, <laughs> yes, huh? Yes. Okay. Legendary. Uh, also, not even Tiffany's song. It's a cover. Um, but, yes, it's a cover. Um, but, uh, but so Tiffany, I guess, still out doing stuff like singing. And I don't know where she was or what the circumstances were. How old um, is she now? She's probably close to 50, I guess. Okay. Right. So I don't know what's going on in Tiffany's life, okay? And I don't know what the circumstances are. She's what, 51? 50, 50. Oh, 50, 50, okay. I don't know what the circumstances are. I don't know if Tiffany is on any sort of medication or if she is on, whether there was alcohol involved. But she was doing a show 
where she was butchering I think we're alone now so bad that she started to cuss out her own audience oh, so wow. so here so here's a clip of her cussing out her own audience So she says, F you guys, this is my hit. I've been singing it right. Dang. So then they start the song, and here is Tiffany doing I Think We're All Alone Now. Look out oh, wow. So here is yeah, what I have to say about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've sung like that before. <laughs> okay. What were the circumstances when you sang like that? Oh, drunk karaoke. Waste, wasted karaoke. Yes. Right? I think we've all been there, right? Yeah. You're singing a song. Like okay. when you're drunk, you're singing a song so, and you think you're like killing it. So you no. say so you say no sham. I no. sing beautifully all the time. Okay. You sing beautifully all the, all the time. Oh, we know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so her rep says that she just simply lost her voice. Okay, then. Right? She said that she lost her voice. And it was very frustrating for Tiffany to have to perform under those circumstances. But also losing your voice, does that mean you tell your own audience to F themselves? No. Right? No. That's the drunk in you. Thank you. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The trend right now is to type your first name into UrbanDictionary.com and see the results. Uh, UrbanDictionary.com is where a lot of people go to to figure out what slang terms mean. Unofficial, by the way, because these, much like Wikipedia, user-generated, right? User-submitted. Right. Uh, user information Thank is you. given. So the the trend people are are doing is typing in their name and then hitting enter, see what the results are, and you may get multiple results for that one thing that you're looking okay. up, okay. along with examples of how to use that word in or that name in a sentence. Right? Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I went to UrbanDictionary.com and I typed in all of our names, the most okay. shocking, okay. because I got multiple results for Shem, so we'll save Shem yeah. for uh, a second. So we'll start with you, Roz. Okay. When I type in Roz to UrbanDictionary.com, Two results I got are the definition, a hot, sexy mofo. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Using it in a sentence, hey, that girl is so Roz. I like that. Okay. Another result that came up yeah. when you type in the word, the name Roz. Yeah. A beautiful girl with brown curly hair. She's short, but she's got a lot of potential. That's me. She has an amazing voice that can blow people away. And she's a great person to talk to about your problems. That's me. Don't forget her un <laughs> undoubtable kindness and beauty. That's me. Using it in a sentence. Dang, homie, that girl is so Roz. See? I'm okay with that. Is there one that calls me a boy or no? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, when I type in my name, Mocha, two results that pop up. The name of a beautiful young black and white girl who everyone loves and her personality is fun. Oh. 
the other result. Yeah. Light, medium brown skin. Some range in different tones. Yellow, red, to brown bones. Love them all. Sexy, tropical skin. Oh. Jeez. Uh, when I type in Deepa's name into UrbanDictionary.com. Deepa, you're going to want to hear this. Deepa is a person who is quite peaceful. She will be gra- uh, extremely grateful for everything she has got. She will be an amazing person. Oh, that sounds accurate. Excuse I'm me. an amazing person. When I typed in just Maury's name, damn it, Maury's name, just Maury, okay? Ready for this? Just Maury. Maury. Just Maury. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Maury yeah. is a sexy know-it-all. Stuff right there. (laughs) But as you get to know her, you will realize she is actually really nice and kind. She's still really effing hot, though. All those girls names Maury. When you see her, she'll make you smile for more than one season. Using it in a sentence. Damn. Did you see that girl? She is such a Maury. Wow. Okay. This is uh, this is such junk. This is such junk. It's now Shem we get. A girl too. Now oh we goodness. get to Shem. Shem's name when you type it into UrbanDictionary.com. Okay. Two very different results. Okay. Shem, to be a hero, does outrageous stunts and pranks. Well liked person. Hmm. Reads one definition okay. of the name Shem. Yeah. The second one, Shem. Actually, there's another one. There's three, actually. So the second one, to be a clown, to act like an idiot, to get kicked out of a bar or club. Oh, you just got shemmed. Yeah. Using it in a sentence. Ron, you are such a shem. (laughs) (laughs) And the third one. Wow. Shem. Equivalent to any term used to define anyone who dresses, walks, or talks like an (laughs) a-hole. Examples include a tool or a douche. Wow. That sounds like shots. Jesus. Nothing kind, huh? Nothing. And here's the thing. Like, there aren't many shems out there. I feel like somebody personally wrote that. Yeah. All three are the last one. All three. Gets, Gets... Yeah, Maury's actually Maury's is probably the most surprising, the most shocking. Let one. me. I found another one that you left off my list. I think that sums me up perfectly, Mocha. Okay, go. Roz, very hot male who kicks ass at basketball and is cooler than Victor. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whoever, whoever wrote this, this like it's very personal. Congratulations, Alicia. Now you know that you are way cooler than Victor. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So the Jonas uh, roast hit Netflix. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it good? Um, I've been sitting here watching like some clips. The Priyanka Chopra stuff is the uh, is is the best. I haven't got to the Sophie Turner stuff. Maury, can you see if there's anything good from Sophie Turner? Yeah, grab me something from Sophie Turner as well. Um, but Priyanka is like, I don't know, I don't know who the writers were. Um, but they really, really gave Priyanka some real great material. So this is the uh, Jonas Brothers family roast. It's on mm-hmm. Netflix, uh, and it's like their wives are roasting them, comics are roasting them. Priyanka uh, Chopra uh, married to Nick Jonas. Married by to the way. Nick Jonas. So here's a little bit of uh, Priyanka Chopra. I am 
honored and so thrilled, actually, and tickled to be here tonight to roast my husband, Nick Jonas. And his brothers, whose names I can never remember. Oh, um, damn. <laughs> I'm from India, a country rich in culture, in music, in entertainment. So clearly, the Jonas Brothers didn't make it over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I have a 10-year age gap. Yeah. Yes. We do. And there are many 90s pop culture references he doesn't understand. And I have to explain them to him. Which is fine, because we teach each other. We teach each other things. He showed me how to use TikTok, for example. You know, and I showed him what a successful acting career looks like. Oh, no! <laughs> okay, so that... Oh, okay. no, that's your man's uh, okay, right there. Okay. Okay, so are you getting more? Are you getting the purity ring stuff from uh, from Sophie Turner? Okay, so here's more Priyanka uh, roasting her husband Nick. And so his, uh, you, yeah, so she definitely didn't write any of this stuff. It no, was all I mean, supplied, I'm sure right? everything is she, run by her. What do you want to goof on? All of yeah. this stuff. She's and supplied then, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like yeah. baseline, right? Yes. I do want to talk about how much I love my husband and what I love about him. One of the things I love about my husband is how much we have in common. You know, for instance, we're both. Totally, completely, wholly obsessed, and I mean obsessed, with Nick Jonas. <laughs> we love Nick Jonas, both of us. He's our favorite, honestly. <laughs> He's our favorite. True. 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 I wouldn't want to be married to anyone else, guys. I'm serious. Unless, of course, Chris Hemsworth suddenly became single. <laughs> Might change things. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, and uh, and they're all who sitting. Else? Do we know who else is? Yeah, in I think I think Pete Davidson. I think Pete Davidson is there. There's a couple other comics, but the uh, the other big one is, of course, um, Sophie Turner, who is married to which one? Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas, right? For those of you who who don't know, purity rings are worn to demonstrate that you're abstaining from sex before marriage. And the Jonas Brothers, they all had them. Like I know this is a roast. And, and you will think I should be going after them, but I, I think we need to set the record straight here. No, the rings weren't a good idea. Yes, as a gesture, they're laughably, toe-curlingly lame. Um, but remember, this was about more than a gesture. This was about faith. This was about principle. This was about taking a stand and setting an example. Look, Joe Jonas wasn't just sticking his fingers in some dumb metal rings. He was sticking his fingers in co-stars, actresses. <laughs> oh, my God! And, and even a supermodel or two. Oh, no! Come on now! Oh, yeah, that's the roast, oh, though, I, right? I need to know how many... <laughs> Uh, How many episodes? I don't know. Is this the this first? Is, this is the first one that they've done, right? F like family roast. Like I think that this might be a one and done. Like I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so that every everything's coming out now because America Thanksgiving, and man, what a gift this was. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hello, Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, my name is Elena. How are you guys? Good. What's going on? So I had to call and tell you guys, I'm currently seven months pregnant. And so my husband works nights. And we often only see each other for about an hour a day during the week. Uh -huh. But while I'm listening to you guys in the morning, this baby kicks nonstop. Hey. And every night when the baby is trying to, dad's trying to talk to the baby, the baby hides. So 
at this point, I'm pretty sure this baby thinks the two of you are dad. Hey. <laughs> oh, Yo, is your husband, um, like, hella mad right now? <laughs> Uh, maybe a little bit, maybe. Wow. Jeez. It's like, yo, that but, kid's jumping for Raza Mocha, not me. Ouch. Exactly. So I wanted to call you guys and just say thank you because I get all the loving kicks in the morning while I'm laughing around with you guys. Oh, that's the best. How uh, how are you feeling these days? Awesome. Honestly, I, I'm getting excited and antsy, and I just had a baby shower recently, so it got oh, nice. me even more excited. Do you know what you're having yet? No, it's going to be, be a, a surprise? surprise. Okay. Did you guys, do people still do strippers at baby showers? <laughs> no. What? no. Oh, that's a, what is that? No, that's a, that's a, what's that called? The wet, that, sorry, that's the wedding thing, right? What's that called? The bridal shower. The bridal, the bridal sorry. Shower? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. That's my, that's my, that's my bad. That's my mistake. That's, that's, that's my mistake. Obviously, people, obviously, you would have to be a savage to have a stripper at a baby shower. Yeah, sorry. Well, congratulations. Um, thank you very much for sharing that story with us. We're glad that everything's going well um sorry that your husband hates us though yeah it's all right it's all right get used to it (laughs) um and and just out of curiosity we're not going to ask you who your favorite is but just out of curiosity between Roz and mocha who does the baby kick more for i have to say it's Roz because of the deep voice (laughs) oh really yeah it gets that that little growl in the voice it gets going (laughs) (laughs) is it a boy or a girl do you know she doesn't know yet nope gonna be a surprise oh wow that's incredible that's like the last surprise on earth huh that's right yeah exactly what I tell yeah people. everything else gets spoiled but that's the last thing that humans have that's the last thing we have that uh exactly. that you can still be surprised about or unless exactly. you show up at a baby shower and there's strippers there right yeah i would be surprised to see a stripper at a baby shower you're right <laughs> <laughs> you know, baby showers <laughs> thank you so much love you lots thanks guys love ya. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast so it's the crossover event of the year. Hmm? <laughs> Which is... About? Oh, the new Spider-Man. No. The, the multiverse No, 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 no. What? No. Uh, the crossover event is uh, Simu Liu showing up on Selling Sunset. So Simu Liu is, of course, Shang-Chi. Sure. Marvel superhero. And uh, he had uh, tweeted yesterday, excited to announce that I have joined the Selling Sunset cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chriselle Staus, uh, who I guess is the Nick Fury in this anthology. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so she's they, the one who's assembling the team. Exactly. So they <laughs> met on Twitter, right? And yeah. they just sort of hit it off. He was a fan of her show. She's a fan of his stuff. And and then she had said, like she does with all people, like she will help. She's like, I'll help you find a house, but do you want to do this on television? If you don't want to do it on television, I will still help you find a house. Yeah. Um, so Simu, I guess, agreed. And he shows up in episodes i believe it's six and eight on uh, the brand new season that just dropped of uh selling sunset season four okay and so this is a little bit of um simu and krishel hello hi everyone hi. hi you guys this is simu this is what i was telling you about hello. welcome nice to the place. office thank you thank how you how are you I'm good i'm good <laughs> What's up, man? So Jason. Hi. Nice, nice to meet you. It's wonderful to meet yeah, you. Yeah, congrats on everything. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Simu Liu is a Canadian actor who is trailblazing through Hollywood. He's the latest Marvel action star, and I'm so excited that he wants to work with me. This is Mary, Emma, Hi. and Maya. Hi, Hi guys. Hi. So great to meet nice you. Nice to meet you. Simu. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. 
I can't Damn. believe I'm, I'm actually I'm at your office. I'm so excited Definitely to have you here. Pretty fun considering we just like met over Twitter. I know. I was telling them today we met through social media. Then we had found out we have a mutual friend. So That's then right. it's kind of meant to be. Wow. So then I guess like they go looking at houses and Simu has like a, a list of like his like what he would love. Now on these shows, these shows for uh they they do I guess sell houses, but a lot of it is just used for promo and hype and everything totally, else. Because yeah. I don't think that they show Simu in the episode or even in the show buying anything. But uh Chris Crescel- signing the papers, getting the keys. Thank you. Uh but Chriselle takes Simu around and the house she showed him was how much? Nine million dollars. Wow. Wow. You remember back in the day, he got paid 120 bucks for the stock photos? <laughs> yeah, nine million. <laughs> Listen to this. Oh, wow. Michelle. Damn. Right? I knew you were going to love it. Just I see wait. somebody was listening. Yes. Oh, it just feels like such a great Hollywood, like, I've arrived. Like, it's a statement. Oh, you have arrived. This is the absolute epitome of indoor outdoor living which i know you said you loved 5200 square feet i know you wanted a basketball court you know what i i put that in my in my wish list i understand you get a place in the hill it's it's gonna be tough getting that kind of land that was just a little hard court. i just Look. don't want you to think i forgot <laughs> okay 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 so like if Simu lose that out there buying nine million dollar five thousand square foot houses in the hills no. right no come on come on like it's just for the show yeah he's you know happy to be a part of the experience sure. yes but i'm sure he's like I know I have that Marvel money, but I'm good. He doesn't have $9 million, though. Yeah, No chance. Yeah, no chance. Not yet. Uh, But here's the thing about it is that you can't have, like, this is why they they do the show. There's no doubt in my mind that Chriselle and Selling Sunset were probably very helpful to Simu on finding a place. I'm sure he has a place. But the problem is, is that I'm sure Simu came to them because they filmed this, I believe, before Shang-Chi was released. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, yeah, I guess they would have had to. So Simu came to them with a budget, yeah. right? And they're like, listen, man, you got a Marvel movie coming out. This is going to be on Netflix after Marvel is released. You can come on the show, but we're going to show you like a baller $9 million house. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to help you buy the one for 1.2. Right. Right? Yeah. We're not going to do nice the little neighborhood. We're not going to do the 1.2 <laughs> on Selling Sunset. Okay? Yeah, with a, Mar- that's not with what a Marvel that show star. Is about. No. That show is big, extravagant, yes. more than what anybody yes. would need. Yes. That's like MTV Cribs when all those people used to borrow houses. None of those rock stars lived in those places. Right. Right? It's the, it's the you know, it's appearances. Of course. <laughs> of course it is. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Allie, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. We're going to try to fix your life. What is wrong with your life? Um, why is it so hard to find a good guy to date? Mm, you wrote this. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, struggling to start over and date again after ending a three-year relationship with a guy I moved across the country for. Oof. Damn. Uh, in early 2020, I moved back home to Ontario from Vancouver to be with my boyfriend of two years. Uh, things didn't work out, and I quickly realized how unhappy I was and missed my life out west. We broke up, and I moved back to Vancouver this spring. I'm much happier here, but I'm having a difficult time moving on and navigating the dating world again. It's rough out there. How can I clear my head and be open-minded and not compare every guy to the past? So how long exactly were you uh, 
moved in with him for? Um, just about a year. Okay. So what happened in that time that you guys were living together that you realized that this wasn't the guy for you? Or you guys uh, both, like, agreed that this wasn't the relationship for you? Um, I think we both agreed and got to the same point. Um, most of our relationship had been long distance. So I think quickly when we lived together, we realized it wasn't going to work out. We didn't want the same things. And I really liked being out west, so I went back out here. <laughs> so when you say that you compare new guys that you go on dates with with past guys, are you comparing the new guys to this boyfriend that you left? Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, because you still love them. Um, I think part of me does, but I think the other part knows it was like good that it's over. Yeah, but it wasn't the relationship that soured. It was the circumstance that soured, right? True, yes. So you're just comparing all these guys that you're meeting now to, I guess, the the good qualities of your ex. Correct, yeah. Because it wasn't the guy, right? Like, it's not that he wasn't the guy for you. This just wasn't the situation for you. Yeah, we just couldn't get on the same page about what we wanted. and Yeah. Did you ever (laughs) talk about, like, during the time when you were, like, coming close to the end of the relationship or you were talking about your future together, was there ever conversation about him moving with you to Vancouver? Many times, and it just, he wasn't in a place to or didn't really want to and there was just so much compromise on my end that i needed some more from him the only way that works right really like truly the only way that works is if you move for somebody who would be willing to move for you um and and it doesn't even have to happen right like it's not like you go okay well let's spend a couple years here and then a couple years here like it doesn't even have to be that way but the, the 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 sort of the willingness you need to get that back otherwise what winds up happening is you spend a couple of years and then resentment sets in and you feel that you've done too much and you feel that even from the start of this you're willing to give more to this relationship than they are so automatically they have a giant hill to climb um, because they have to somehow make up for your sacrifice and that's very difficult to do in a relationship it's incredibly hard to do in a relationship and as soon as resentment sets in um, it's very difficult to get back to something normal and as far as meeting new guys go like how old are you i just turned 30 it's very difficult to make not even just start to date but when you start when you hit your 30s you realize that it's difficult to even just make a new friend right like the idea of making a new friend when you're 30 is terrifying like how do you even do that how do you even make a friend let alone you know fall in love um, I, I'm, I've never used dating apps. I don't know that world. I, I would say maybe for you, I know this is going to sound dumb. Okay. But I don't know what your, I don't know what your interests are. I don't know what your hobbies are. I don't know if you're sporty. I don't know anything about you, but I would say get out where the people are and, you know, join a, you know, I know you're going to look ridiculous doing it. Right. And it's stupid. Well, like join a club? Like ultimate Frisbee. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. I think that when you, I think that you need to go where the people are and the people aren't on Tinder. Right. And the people aren't on Bumble. I think that when you, you need to surround yourself with people and that's the, the sort of best step for finding somebody. Like CrossFit. Yeah. Too much yeah, activity. Too much activity. And then everybody's, nah, I would recommend not the gym. The gym to me, <laughs> no, 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 because you know why, right? Because everybody's just obsessed about their own bodies there, right? You don't want to, you're not going to fall in love where it, with a guy who loves his body more than he's ever going to love yours. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to do that. Also, don't date anybody with a headshot. That's rule number two. <laughs> Trust me. It's, it's never, it doesn't it doesn't matter. OK, it doesn't matter. Don't don't 
don't meet at the gym and don't date an actor model, whatever. So there you go. Get into Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah, Ultimate Frisbee. And I hate Ultimate Frisbee, but it seems like your best option. Have you gone on dates and they don't go out? They don't work out? Yeah, I have. Oh. And so why don't they work out, though? Great question. I don't know. Um, Are you comparing them to your ex still? Yeah. Um, not all the time. I think it's just a cycle of, like, always first dates, maybe a second date, and then they just disappear. Mm. Right. Is it because you want to take things a little slow, maybe? Um, maybe. That could yeah. be part of it. Or, yeah. maybe, or maybe you don't. Maybe you want to take things too fast. <laughs> No, probably more the slow side. Yeah, because I don't think that the and I don't again, I don't know the I don't know the apps. But to me, with the people that we've talked to over the years, the, the apps are usually designed for something that progresses at a little bit of a clip. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not uh, it, it's not the kind of place where people go, you know, looking to play the long game. Right. That's well, fair. Yeah, or maybe not the same long game you're thinking of playing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have, I mean, as dumb as this sounds, do you have friends that could, like, introduce you to other dudes? Um, I've asked. A lot of my friends, I think, are now in the phase of, like, they're in long-term relationships, yeah. and then, or they're starting to have kids, or their social network is more of also those same people. Gotcha. So I'm trying, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> I, I would I would suggest going where the people are, uh, like the real people, like actual human beings, not not uh, not profile pictures. Okay. Yeah, ultimate I frisbee. Would, it I would is. start there. I mean, listen. I don't, I, mean, I don't mean to promote ultimate frisbee because, man, I would never want to promote something that stupid. Um, <laughs> oh, no, the league gonna come after you, bro. Chill. I know. You know what's gonna? I'm gonna come in with stitches on my forehead tomorrow. Somebody's gonna. Because I've seen those guys online. They yeah. can hit a target from like 600 yards away. As soon as you walk out bro, of here, I'm gonna get a frisbee net. Ten blocks down. There you go, Allie. Thank you so much, girl. Thank you. I practice my frisbee skills. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. But look at him! Look! 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 I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, greens, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, crackers, beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, lamb. It is uh, U.S. Thanksgiving today. Shout out to all. All of our U.S. fans, U.S. Rosamoka fans out there, yeah. doing it up big. You name it. You got all the fixins with your turkey today. Uh, which means we have to go back and revisit. Oh, it's the anniversary today. Yes, the uh, mac and cheese auntie from down south. This was when? How this many years like ago? Two, three years now. So yeah, so two, three years ago, and this was a uh, a woman who was there was Thanksgiving dinner, and somebody in the house was in charge of making the mac and cheese, and some families hold mac and cheese in such regard that if you screw up, it's like it's sac- you have ruined not only the dinner, you have ruined Thanksgiving. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Okay. You don't mess with the sides. Thank you. When everything is to be prepared a certain way and family gets together, especially when you haven't seen each other for a long time. And we've seen on the news all day today There's that it's, rules to this. it's the uh, it's the, the one of the busiest days in the U.S. since the pandemic yeah. because people are traveling like crazy now. Now they're. A lot of people are vaccinated. So this is the first time in in two years that families are able to get together in a bigger bunch, um, which makes Thanksgiving in the States that much more special today. And yes, you don't mess with the sides. No. So this 
woman was furious because they put another family member in charge of making the mac and cheese. <laughs> this person had never been in charge of making the mac and cheese before. It was another auntie that had always made the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And this next person was given the task this year and screwed it up so bad that somebody at the table had a big problem with it. Since you f***ed up the macaroni and cheese, you're cleaning up all these by yourself. Junior, Dejan, nor me are going to help you clean up. We told you don't put that in the macaroni and cheese, but you insist on putting it. So since you want to do things your damn way, we're going to do shit our way. We get ready to go upstairs and go to sleep while you clean up all this Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you. But guess what? And you chose to experiment, went on YouTube, put cream cheese in it. Oh, no. Yo, that is like one of my favorite moments. Yo. Yo. I love that, man. We are we are not even helping you clean. We are going up to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, we're going upstairs to sleep. And you are staying here all night to do the dishes. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. Mom, you experiment by your damn self. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hey, what is Doja Cat going off on? Like, what was that on? Social? Is that what she did then? Did you Why, see this video? No. So I guess, I guess, and I'm not saying that don't get fed up with things and don't get frustrated and uh, all that stuff. But I think what we're seeing now is people who found creativity during COVID and lockdown and everything else. Yeah. Um some people were saying, oh, I can't wait till life gets back to normal and everything else. Um, but maybe they didn't really know that that's not exactly what they wanted. Because I think I suspect a little bit of that is going on with Doja Cat because definitely life is sort of back to normal. Mm. And she loves the creative part, but she's going off on everything else that comes with being a creative artist. <laughs> like she doesn't want to do any of it. Listen to this. And you want to know what the thing is? In between making all of these songs for this album, I'm doing all this other shit. I'm doing all this shit that I don't want to do. I don't want to take pictures. Like, yes, I have fun at fo- with the idea. Like, planning a photo shoot is very fun. Like, capturing a concept, capturing a visual idea, like a something like that. I love fashion. I do. I really do. I love to dress up. I love all that shit. Do I want to do that shit? Because I have to? No. Oh. Sometimes I have to do that. But no, I don't. I don't want to do that. I want to make music. I want to play video games. I want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do interviews. I don't want to like get have questions asked to me over and over again. That's not productive to me. Answering questions isn't productive. I'm sorry. For an outlet. Out of here. I want to go back into lockdown. Okay. I want to make music and play video games, right? But Doja Cat, this is the life you chose. This is the life you wanted. <laughs> I know, but I want to, this, that's, she wants to go back into lockdown, right? Guess what? I want to <laughs> sit at home and play video games all day too, right? Oh. I want to sit on the couch for eight hours a day and yes. just watch TV 
as well. Yes. I would like to climb into bed and get a full eight to nine hour (laughs) a night sleep. But guess what? Yeah. This is the life that I wanted. This is the life that I chose. Yes. This is what comes with my life. Yes. I don't get to do any of that. Correct. So Doja Cat. Correct. Whose streams are through the roof. Yes. You're making money. Yes. You've struggled for a real long time to break it in this industry. Yes. You can't complain once you get everything that you've asked for. I could, I could understand if, if she went off talking about, you know, like, uh, creepy fans or overbearing this or uh, emotion. But it's like it was like pictures and interviews. Yeah. She wants more time. We all wish we could have more time. Right. Like the two basic things that you uh-huh. have to do. Pictures and interviews. If we ask the bare minimum of an artist, right, like the absolute bare minimum, it's pictures yeah. and interviews. You can, show, you can go to a photo shoot, right, and spend, let's say, eight hours. Yeah. And you could take enough photos to last like six to eight months sure. on social. Sure. Right? Sure. You can go do like yeah. five interviews in a week, and those interviews will last, you know, a couple of weeks at yeah, least. Yeah, right? I guess. I and guess. you're not doing interviews every single day. No, it sounds, it sounds to me like she misses lockdown is what uh, is what she does because that was a real sweet life, and I think a lot of us are realizing how sweet that life was. Hold on. Let me look something up real quick. Yeah. Um, Doja Cat. That was Doja Cat, by the way, if you're just joining us, who uh, went off on social media just being frustrated. Also, Doja Cat's net worth right now is $8 yeah, million. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure that same website says mine is around the same, too. So I don't know how much you can believe that. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I just did an update on, uh, what's it called? Um, Instagram. <laughs> okay. And what's this now? Look yeah. at that. What's that little thing beside everybody's name now in my inbox? Oh, like if you want a video conference on? Is that what that is? Yeah, like FaceTime. Oh, who wants that? So anybody that I've, like, replied to can now video call me? Uh, let me see. I haven't done the update on mine yet. So Do you have it. it? Do you have this, Maury? Try it. Try you it. You don't. Go. So type in my name. DM me right now and let's see. Just type in my name and let's try it. Okay, hold on. I haven't updated mine yet. You haven't updated yours. Mm. Okay. I don't know if I want this, man. This ain't cool. Okay. Oh, it works. Um, okay, hold on here. Oh, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oh, it says video chat failed. Oh, maybe because mine's not updated yet. Look, oh. I'm says I'm calling Roz. Well, no, you're not. It said failed. Did you deny me? No, I didn't deny anything. Here, let me try and call you now. Oh my god, this is so boring for people to listen to. Hold on, give me a second. I'm gonna try calling you, Maury. Video okay. video call. This is calling Maury. Video chat failed. Why doesn't this work? You know what's so funny is that two minutes ago I didn't want this on my phone at all, and now I'm pissed off that it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? How does that happen? But is that what this is? Yeah. It allows you to, uh, oh, audio call. Let me try an audio call you, Maury. Okay, and then I'm going to try calling Shem. Okay, hold on now. He usually it says, oh, call. it says video chat failed. Man, what, what, what am I beta testing this? What's going on here? Maybe. Anyway. Wait, it doesn't work. No one's answering my calls. Well, that's, I, mean, so I know, but here's the thing is that you're more, honestly, you're the worst person to test this out because I don't think people generally answer your calls. I'm trying, trying Mocha. Call fails. It on. won't work because my, I just said to Roz, man, mine's not updated yet. So know, mine's not mine work. is. So what if it forces its way through? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you do things, Maury? <laughs> you just force right? it through. When something doesn't work, you just force it through? Always. And yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Well, this <laughs> Stop fun. Don't look at me like that, Mocha. <laughs> not at least not in person. Try video calling me and then we can have this <laughs> conversation. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Adele's new album, 30, dropped on Friday. People still freaking out about it. She's still doing promo for it. 
ITV in the UK um, had a live concert with Adele. So they did their like their own version of what happened on the American Network Correct. last week, right? Just like another one celebrity-filled audience. Oh, yeah. Emma Thompson was there. Naomi Campbell was there. Samuel L. Jackson, Emma Watson, mm. Brian, uh, Brian Cranston. I saw Dua Lipa now, sitting in the crowd. So the big headline from the show was that she got super emotional or there was nerves involved, and she had to restart easy on me. So um, here's that, and then I want to ask you a question about it. One more time, I'm f***ing myself. And this is live, by the way. Yeah. So nice song over. Applause, applause, applause from the crowd. All our celebrity friends are there. There ain't no gold. All right, yeah, so. Sounds perfect. What's your question? Well, I'm just like, I, maybe I don't, I don't know. Because this was taped on the 6th, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a, she had Oh, I perform- thought this was live. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? I thought it was taped. Oh. What's that? Was it? Are you sure? Uh, okay. I thought it was live. Well, I don't know. Find out if it was live. Because I thought it was taped. Find that out for me more. Um, because this is the exact kind of moment. Like, like Adele is perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she's just perfect. And she, her flaws show up when she's not on stage. You know what I mean? Like, sure. when Adele is sitting around doing interviews and she's talking about this and this and this is when you sort of get that, like, human, human version of, uh, of Adele. Um, and I just thought it was interesting that they... What's up, Shem? Uh, it was filmed earlier this month. Yeah, on the 6th. Oh. Yeah, yeah, on the 6th. Oh. So, so to leave that in, because they didn't have to leave that in. No. Right? But I think it also um, humanizes her, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right? that she needs humanizing. No, My no, God. no, 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 no. But but just... And it was like a fun... Like, it wasn't like a failed moment, right? No. Like, she stopped down and yes. the crowd was still behind I her know. and they cheered so her great. on and everything, yeah. right? Um, yeah. So they were like just championing her in that moment and that song and so what happened what happened with the teacher so her celebrity friends people who were in the audience were allowed to ask her questions it was like a q a yeah, right yeah so emma thompson gets up to the mic and asks her this question my question is when you were younger mm-hmm. was there someone who kind of supported you or inspired you or sort of you know protected you from all the trials and tribulations of life and inspired you to sort of go on. Yeah, I had um, a teacher at Chestnut Grove who taught me English. That was Miss McDonald. Did you ever keep in touch? Did you see? No, she left when I was in year eight. She left when I was in year eight, yeah. But it was just one year, but she was like, she got me really into literature. I've always been obsessive English and obviously now I write lyrics. But she also did street dance, not I was too scared to join. But like in the in the canteen, they used to do these dances and stuff like that. But yeah, she just um, she was so bloody cool, so engaging, and like she really made us care, and we knew that she cared about us and stuff like that. And it was just she used to have all these gold bracelets on and gold like sig rings. And I don't know, she was just bloody cool yeah. and so relatable <laughs> and likable that I really looked forward to my English lessons. Yeah, because it's odd, actually, funny. So, obviously, Emma Thompson asked that question. It was set up because they knew that Adele was going to give that answer. The camera pans over, and her teacher is sitting there. A little further back than where 
the TV audience would see okay. because then Adele would see. Yeah, I got you. And Adele then notices that that same eighth grade teacher that she's talking about is yeah. sitting there. Is she here? Is she here? She's here tonight. And then she invites the teacher to come up to the stage. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. No, no. What do you do? They just dance. No, I'm just looking after my family. Oh, my <laughs> just God. dancing. Oh, sorry. Oh. And Adele, like, genuinely looks surprised. Oh, thank you for remembering me. Thank oh, you. my God, no, you really, you really did change my life. Mum, Mum, can you believe it? She's over there, she doesn't want to be filmed. Oh, now I've got to get my old face redone. <laughs> oh, my God, how are you? I haven't seen you since I was like. Well, do you have kids? What are you doing? Yeah, I've got two kids. You've got, I've got two got, um, kids? Sky and Hayden. Hi, guys. Oh. <laughs> Just standing oh on stage, God. chopping it up. Oh, my God. Well, I can't get your number from them or something. So yeah, of can, course, of oh, course. Yeah, oh, right. I've got, got my makeup fixed. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a big reunion, but that's what happened uh, on Adele's uh, The Other Special yeah. that aired on ITV in celebration of the release of her new album, 30. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What was your uh, take on the Grammy nominations yesterday? Do you have one? Um, no, not surprising. No. To be honest with you, no. Huh? Everything was like pretty much in line with well, except the way for music has been. Hey, more. Can you um, put in the the John Batiste song? Because a lot of people were like, Actually, well, who in the hell is a John Batiste? Because he's leading with eleven nominations, right? The one surprising thing was the amount of nominations the weekend got after the big controversy. Well, he didn't between the weekend. Well, his name is listed. No, because he's he didn't su- he didn't submit though. No, he didn't submit, yeah. but he's still nominated after the big big. Um, yeah. Dealings with the weekend versus the Grammys last year. Well, he, I mean, that it was, it, that's sort of a deceiving headline because the headline was that even though the weekend didn't submit, he still gets nominations. He wasn't in charge of that at all. No, that no, was no, no, no. Kanye, I think it was, right? That there was a song with, yes, one of the, yeah. Yeah. Records on Kanye's Donda album. Uh, and they went from eight nominees to 10 in the main categories. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You care about that at all? Nah. No. Um, do you care that Tony Bennett was now the oldest person to be nominated? No, couldn't you know, name me a song. Couldn't name but a Tony Bennett song. Sir. No. Um, but uh, but John I think he had an album with uh, Gaga, right? Yeah, that's what it's. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but John Batiste is like everybody's like, what in the hell is a John Batiste? But John Batiste is um, uh, like a producer. Uh, no, he's um, Stephen Colbert's band leader. What on the Stephen Colbert show? You know they always have a band. Yeah. Right. He's that guy. But he released but he's had music. Yeah, yeah, well? yeah. Like a lot of them too. A lot of them. A lot of them did. Like Conan's okay. Conan's band guy, Max Weinberg. Mm-hmm. Right. He was Bruce Springsteen's drummer. Okay. So every now and then he would have to go on tour with Bruce Springsteen. Not a bad and, gig. And not a bad gig. Yeah. Um, but uh, but John Batiste is the guy from the Stephen Colbert show, and I guess people really liked his album. I don't know, but didn't even know there was a fantastic comparison that they were doing between uh, John Batiste and Olivia Rodrigo. Because John Batiste, I think before his nomination, and I think it's probably more now, but up, up, leading up to his nomination, I think his total streams were somewhere sitting around five million. Holy. Where 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 Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license is a billion. Yeah, yeah, right. Even like still. it's crazy. The song's called "We Are." We are. Let me. Is that the is that the big one? Yeah. Yeah.
you start looking at record of the year, right? Because it's a stacked category. So also ABBA is in there, which is weird. Uh, uh, Freedom by uh, John Batiste is the one for record of the year, which is actually a really great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Peaches. Who's competing against? Uh, so, oh my God. So it's ABBA, John Batiste, Lady Gaga, and Tony Bennett, Justin Bieber, Brandy Carlisle, Doja Cat, Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X for Call Me By Your Name, Damn. Uh, Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic. Nah. But can anything, and I know it's been a while, right? But can anything compete with, because it's been like the hype has just been out of our lives for like a little while now. Can any of those songs actually compete with Driver's License? No. As far as what a song did in such a short period of time. No. For an artist, I didn't know who Olivia Rodrigo even was until Driver's License came out. A lot of people didn't. And like that song wasn't just a song. Like that song was SNL skits within weeks. Yeah. Like that song was like NFL players were like sort of like fake crying listening to it. Like it had that Adele thing. Is she nominated for um, Best New Artist as well? She's nominated all four of the big bands. All four of the big categories. Best New Artist, album, record, and single. This is going to be her year, man. Yeah. But can anything, can what, Shem? I think in record of the year, yes. In song of the year, I think it's a, I think it's a no brainer that that record wins. That song wins, I should say. Sorry, because remember, song is about the lyrics. Right, 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 right. right. Okay, so I, I, I screwed it up. Yes, so yeah. song of the song of the year, then, right? One hundred percent. Driver's license, license yeah. is has to be like there is nothing else. Give me, nothing else give me all the uh, the artists again okay. for album of the year. Okay, so for album of the year, it's Taylor Swift in there. John Batiste. Uh-huh. Uh, ta- this is Taylor's only um, nomination, which was in album of the year for oh, Evermore. Evermore. Yeah, for Evermore. Okay, yeah. Uh, so John Batiste, uh, Tony Bennett, and Lady Gaga. Nah. Uh, Justice by Bieber. Nah. Um, Blennett Her by Doja Cat. Nah. Happier than ever. Billie Eilish. Nah. Which that record did nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. Was that the one? Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Back on My Mind by Her, Montero, Lil Nas X, Sour, Olivia Rodrigo, Evermore by Taylor, and Donda by Kanye. No, it'll either be Taylor yeah. or it'll be Olivia Rodrigo. That's going to be the battle. I think so. For huh? album of the year, yeah. And yeah. I think it may lean towards Taylor evermore. Really, that album huh? was huge. Yeah, yeah. I think that Lil Nas X might win. You think I so? think so, too. I think he's a dark horse. I really Yo, do. That album, think, um, that album shocked me, the Lil Nas X yeah. album. I think Absolutely. Lil Nas X may win. Also, uh, Bieber finally getting, I guess, the love that he wants from the Grammys because Bieber was always one of those artists where they just never got, he was always pissed off at the Grammys. And then that one year where he said that, he released an R&B album and they told him no that's a pop album yeah. like he's always had this thing with the Grammys but really this year is the first year I think that Bieber can actually be happy with what he got from the Grammys yeah see what happens when you turn to God right <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast so apparently the uh, the beef between T-Pain and Usher has come to an end what was this about now auto-tuning yes <laughs> <laughs> so we all know T-Pain who helped make autotune um I guess repopularize autotune when he first came out. Right. Uh you may know or remember him from his hit single I'm Sprung. So when T-Pain first came out it was all autotune. Yeah. And then he started, he was like everywhere. He started appearing on tracks with like literally everybody yeah. because of this sound. Everybody wanted the T-Pain sound and they got T-Pain on records. <laughs> it sounds so terrible. 
But here's the thing, though. T-Pain, without autotune, is actually a really, really good singer. Well, because here's the thing with, like, uh, with autotune, right? Is that autotune only sounds like that when you don't use it right, Mm -hmm. right? Because everybody uses autotune. You just don't hear it. This is when you're like it, it's like it's an overuse of autotune. Like yeah. it doesn't autotune itself doesn't sound like this. Autotune takes somebody who misses a note and corrects it to where you won't know. No, but what he it. did was very deliberate. <laughs> He's like right. Kanye did it. Even Usher did it like, all, later in, all, in, yeah, in his it, career. It, Pretty it much everybody sound, did it, right? So uh, on Netflix earlier this year, there was a, a docu series called "This Is Pop." that had an episode with T-Pain and he told this story. This is where I guess the alleged beef had come from, but he's telling this story about what Usher said to him when they were on the same plane together. Right. So I got up and went back and it was like, uh, you know, how's everything going? Quick, small talk, no big deal. And um, it was like, man, I want to tell you something, man. I was like, what's, what's, what's good? I thought he was about to tell me something real. He sounded real concerned. He was like, man, you kind of, up music. I didn't understand. Usher was my friend. He was like, nah, man, you really like, you really up music for real singers. <laughs> Literally at that point, I couldn't listen. Is he right? Did I, did I, this up? Did I up music? I don't even think I, I realized this for a long time. That's the very moment that started like a four-year depression for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, because at one point, this it all makes sense because at one point in <laughs> T-Pain's career, he yeah. completely went missing. Right. And nobody had heard from him. People were like, why is T-Pain not making any music anymore? Why is he not being featured on any artists? Why is he not reaching out to other people to, to collaborate? Because he was like heavy into music. Why didn't he just stop using the autotune trick? Well, at one point, he started to prove that he could actually sing. Yeah. He didn't have... The auto tune effect, and, no, and nobody wanted it. But still, he was so much in his yeah. own mind yeah. that it it messed everything up. Right. And then he was talking to uh, a radio show in New York, uh, Angie Martinez, who's the host of the show, talking about how he eventually reached out to Usher to clear everything up. And here's what he said: Usher recently said that you guys have spoken and have cleaned that up. Is that a lie? <laughs> Please don't tell me that's a lie. I hit him. Okay, well, you spoke then. No, I texted oh. him, and I was like, yo, I know you saw what, what happened. I know you saw the interview, because I told his A&R about the interview years ago, because he was asking me to work with Usher, and I was like, hey, I don't know if you know, but there's about to be this interview that's coming out. I don't think me and Usher are going to be friends after this. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I hit Usher after the interview came out, and I was like, yo, I'm sure you saw what's going on. Uh, boom, boom, boom. That was the truth. That's what happened. You definitely said that. I remember that whole day. I got other people that was with me on the plane that noticed it. And then all he texted me back was, let's not text. Let's talk. And I was like, cool, hit me up. Never heard from him. <laughs> he never got me. Oh, no. I feel like I initiated the contact. This makes me so sad. <laughs> he said, come on, Usher. <laughs> but then I, I saw a statement come out like, yo, we we, we wrapped we it could. up. Like, no, we didn't finish. <laughs> I'm going to guess what happened. Usher I'm going to guess what happened. Usher has one side of the story where they were cool. T-Pain has the other side where he reached out and didn't hear back. And they weren't cool. Up until a couple of days ago, Dave Chappelle's show in Atlanta, mm-hmm. T-Pain, 
also in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Usher, also in Atlanta. T-Pain mm-hmm. is on stage during, like, an after-party-type celebration, right. doing his thing. Brings Usher up on stage and says this. The we put out in this world, the everybody else in this world, and I love you, bro, I'm telling you. We ain't going through that, bro. We ain't going through that, bro. It's a little hard to hear yeah, as the crowd is chanting, but T-Pain is on the mic and he's saying, I love you, bro. I'm telling you, we ain't going through nothing. We ain't got, we ain't going through a goddamn thing. It's all love in a time when we're divided the most. We need to be together the most. I love you, bro. I'm never going to not love you, bro. Trust me. Okay. And then they embrace and they hug and everything's uh, cool now. See, I think that this is just like, I think that, I think T-Pain felt that Usher owed him an apology and Usher felt that T-Pain owed him an apology. And when T-Pain reached out to Usher, uh, uh, Usher was like, okay, apology accepted. And that's when he was like, yeah, we're cool now. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's 100%. the end of yeah. that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. I got half the Christmas tree up last night. Only half? Half. Well, Why? in this case, so... Which half? No, no, no. I shouldn't say half the Christmas tree up last night. Like, the whole tree is up. Yeah. So, I have one of these trees that, like, I bought pre-lit a few years ago, mm-hmm. and then, what, like, one sort of part of it wasn't lighting up, and then I had to start... I started supplementing my tree with, like, stringing lights around it, right? I had to do the same thing. But then, check, but then, like, to see if a fuse was... Bro, I'm not doing that. There's a thousand lights on this thing. I'm not sitting Uh, around going through each and every one of them, right? So I started... All right, we get it. You're busy. I started supplementing with other lights. Okay. But they were slightly different. The tone was a little different. The Mm. whites weren't the same, and it bothered me, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, I go online, and I buy. I'm like, okay, I'm not even going to use the lights on the tree. I'm just going to buy other lights. Mm. So... Tell Roxy, hey, listen, when you get home from school, we're going to do the Christmas tree. It's going to be awesome. Put some music on, make some food, do the whole deal. Mm, so I I, put, I go downstairs. I get the whole tree, right? I put it up. It's huge. Like my tree's like nine feet tall, right? Wow. Like it's, it's, it's big. Mm-hmm. And then so I order lights off Amazon. Lights come, open up the lights. And I think 66 feet is plenty lights to do a Christmas tree. Sure. Not when you're wrapping it around. Well, you don't go all the way around. You sort of go to the back, and then you double back, and you double back, sure. and you double back. Uh, I use 66 feet of lights, uh-huh. I swear to God, on the first two and a half feet of the bottom. How wide is your tree? Like, if it's nine feet high. It's like five feet wide. Jeez. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, your math is off. Yeah, my math was off. So now I have a tree that's sitting there with no decorations on it. Um, and the bottom branches are lit up beautifully, I might add. Huh. Yeah. And no decorations oh, on it. Did you end up going back to Amazon and ordering yeah, more? Yeah, so I got, go more, to, I, got, I got more lights coming just today. Just drive to Canadian Tire on the way home. No, man. I, listen, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. Bro, I spent so much money I at Canadian Tire this year. Did you? On getting new lights? Yeah. Like yeah. for the house or for the tree? Both. Both. Uh, no, just for the house. Just yeah. for outside. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I have so many lights. Do you? Uh, in the front and in the back of the, heart, the house. Oh, nice. Good for backyard. you. Yeah. Yeah. And then I ended up buying my like Christmas light story this year was the absolute worst. 
because I put up, I had already put up the lights that we had had for years. Right. The front of the house was decorated beautifully, right? Yeah. Do Got you, up t- on the do you take them down or no? I do, you just, yeah. You do, huh? Wow. In January, yeah. Um, but I went and I put them up and I was like, ah. first of all, Cruz was like, Mm, Meh. yeah like a little bit more fun and yeah. then jenna was like yeah a little bit more fun yeah and then we saw he these. didn't like the job you did no it's not the it was just like your basic kind of warm oh he's white. like dad that's a basic bench kind of yeah. like wow so i'm like listen son wow he wants t- like twinkly like, little colorful you're right ones. like yeah Daddy ain't no basic bitch. Right. You're not growing yeah. up in a basic bitch uh, house. Okay, so you did what? You like- So I ended up getting those lights that you can control with your phone. You plug it into your router and everything, right? Wow. So I get up on the ladder, yeah. take all the lights down. Oh, my God. Put the new lights up. Yeah. I had to pair all the lights, first of all, to this app inside my house. Okay. I plugged each one in. Yeah. Put them all up, gotcha. right? Up on the ladder. I hear Up you. on the roof of my house. I hear you. Put all the lights up. Yeah. Strung, Jenna strung all the lights along the, uh, like in the bushes in the front of the house. Okay. Right? Hit them. Yeah. Turn them on. Yeah. They turn on. Try to control them from my phone. Yeah. They wouldn't work. Oh, my God. I took some of them down, took them back into the house, no, repaired didn't. them. No, you they didn't. work fine. You have to repair them and then yeah. put them back up? Put them back outside. Still didn't no, work. No, thank Got you. frustrated. No, took them you. all down. Returned all of them to Canadian Tire. Yeah. Bought colorful lights. No. That you have to no, plug in. No, thank you. Got back up on the ladder. No, no. This was a project that took no. three and a half days. No. Timer. I bought like no. so many timers. No. I probably well, now spent- you have to just leave no. them up your uh, round. I'm giving the kid up for adoption that at that point. That was three and a half days. But now yeah. I am so happy. The house looks great. <laughs> yeah. The house looks great. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're a great dad, man. You really are. I. You think I'm taking lights down and bringing them in the house to repair them? No. I'm not even. At that point, I'm not even bringing them back to Canadian Tire. They're going to garbage. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, hey, Mocha. You're like a, like a second, a couple of letters away from saying nyai nyai nyai. What does that mean? What does that mean, Yai? What does that mean? Did I just speak Guyanese? Did no, I? Did no, I? No, no, did no, I? No, no, no. I did? No, you no. spoke Toronto man. Oh, yeah, and that you're was fantastic. A real Toronto man. Yai. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That's stupid. Uh, <laughs> dumb. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yai. Yai. Let's do the news, hey? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. So Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are officially a couple. Well, duh. Duh. No guff. I saw pictures of them yesterday. She was out with no makeup on. When's the last time you saw Kim Kardashian out in the world with no makeup on? Hold on. Bruh. Yeah, not a stitch. Yeah? Yeah, and I know sometimes people go, uh, makeup-free, but really it's like a three-hour process to look makeup-free. Yeah. But yeah, no, she was like just, they were just out. Like, mm. she's completely adapted, wearing track pants and, like, yeah, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on his level now. <laughs> yes. Wow, okay. Yeah, and that, you I realize guess. seeing the two of them together, because Pete Davidson's tall, right? Yeah. You realize, and I forgot about this, because years ago I interviewed Kim Kardashian. And the, was she nice? Yeah, yeah, she was lovely. Mm. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, But the thing that you realize when you actually meet Kim Kardashian or see her in person is just how small she is. Really? Because, yeah, because in pictures, it's all like hips and ace and everything. Sure. And she looks like larger than life. But in reality, she's a tiny person, mm. right? Like a tiny person. It was the same thing. Remember years ago, Carmen Electra? 
Oh, right? yeah. Carmen Electra, you see Carmen Electra in pictures because her proportions were that of a model. She had long legs sure. for a little person, but you see Carmen Electra. Tiny and girl. She looks like she's in grade seven. Yeah. Like she's really, really, really tiny. Um, so insiders tell, uh, what is it, Maureen? I was going to say, for perspective, I took a picture with Kim Kardashian. She was this, almost the same height as me. In shoes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here's somebody uh, on the inside. They tell uh, E! News uh, that they are really happy and seeing where it goes. Pete has told her he doesn't want to see anyone else. And she's telling some people they aren't super serious, but she isn't seeing anyone else either. Oh. She's trying to not make a big deal about it, but she is super into him. Uh, They added that Kim is smitten, and uh, it's very exciting for her. Uh, He makes her laugh the entire time they're together, and she is completely enthralled by him. Quote, unquote. Okay, then. So there you go. I like that news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Madonna's former mansion in Miami, this was on that same strip in Miami where Sylvester Stallone used to live. So big, giant houses, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, her former place in Miami is for sale for $32 million by a dog. Sorry, repeat that again? Madonna's former Miami mansion yeah. is on the market currently for $32 million. The current owner is a dog. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Um, so also what? Okay, so there was a German countess named Carlotta Lieberstein who died in 1992. Okay. And she left her $80 million plus inheritance to her German shepherd named Gunther III. <laughs> oh, no. Since then, since then, yeah. uh, Gunther has enjoyed the life of a multimillionaire and he's got a very diverse portfolio, apparently, of luxury real estate holdings, including Madonna's former mansion in Miami. I'll stop it. So it's a 8,400 square feet Tuscan style mansion. Uh, and um, Gunther's primary residence, of course, is in Tuscany. But when he's in America, he stays at his mansion in Miami in the master bedroom where he sleeps on a custom made red velvet round dog bed. Yeah. I got two dogs at home. Yeah. I love dogs. I love animals. Yeah. I hate that dog. Yeah. Okay. Gunther III um, comes from a, like, a, a, like a lineage of these German shepherds that have been going back 40 years. So like, like millionaire guess, German shepherds? Millionaire German shepherds. Uh, his handlers, so the people who are in charge of taking care of this millionaire dog, yeah. they are in charge of investing for the dog uh, in real estate holdings, publishing sports teams and nightlife. Hmm. Sounds uh, like they got a rough life. Gunther the Third is worth half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars. What no. does he have, Mocha? Very rough life. Very rough life. He's considered the world's wealthiest dog. Uh, Gunther lives better than most humans, uh, traveling by yacht when he's on the water, private jet when he needs to go intercontinental. He dines on prime rib, caviar, and has a wild collection of sports cars. I don't know. Some of this sounds like a real... Tall tale. <laughs> and uh, quickly before we go, stupid dog. <laughs> stupid dog, suck it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So there is now a lawsuit against uh, Travis Scott, Drake, Live Nation, and Apple. Yikes! For two billion dollars. 
on behalf of 282 plaintiffs. Wait, what? How much? $2 billion. Uh, The lawsuit says that the organizers all stood to make an exorbitant amount of money off Astroworld, and yet they still chose to cut corners, costs, and put attendees at risks. At risk by asking for two billion in damages, the plaintiffs intend to quote send the message to all performers, event organizers, and promoters that what happened at Astroworld cannot happen again. Now, everybody's like, why is Apple being named? So according to Rolling Stone, Apple getting named here is a relatively new wrinkle to all of this. They go on to say, with this suit accusing the company, meaning Apple, of compromising concertgoer safety through its, quote, multi-million dollar purchase, promotion, and implementation of its exclusivity online streaming rights. So they, they were the streamers. Okay. So they say of Astroworld. So the suit accuses Apple's cameras, camera stands, and the metal barriers surrounding them of limiting the means of exit for a lot of people by splitting the venue both horizontally and vertically. So they're accusing Apple of the ones who planned out where the barriers were to protect their cameras, which then made sure that people weren't able to exit safely throughout the venue because the production equipment. Um, took precedent over people's safety is what they're saying. So, so that's two, two why billion dollars. So that's why Apple because I because you you started to hear Apple being named early on and you were like why is Apple getting dragged into this? Yeah. But that's that's the reason why is because um, they had the streaming rights for it and so that video where you see that woman up on the camera stand begging the cameraman to stop that was I'm assuming somebody shooting for the streaming uh, which was somebody hired by Apple apparently. So that's why Apple's oh. involved. In this. So yeah, so the the, it's getting worse and the, worse the latest Scott, is um, 282 people, $2 billion in damages is what they're looking for. That is wow. incredible. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, what was going on with Coldplay and BTS? This Was the sound off? Like, was it weird to, to anybody else? Because I listened to it and it mm-hmm. just seemed, because I don't mind that track and I thought the collaboration was great and Coldplay is always awesome and people love BTS. But I listened to it, and it sounds like something went wrong. Am I? It sounds like... Listen... Like Chris Martin sounds off. It sounds like their microphones weren't loud enough. Listen though. Everybody sounds a little off. They're they're not singing to. I think like their full potential, like as loud or as enthusiastic. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. What have you ever heard Chris Martin not be like? Perfect, Jim. Uh, in listening to this, it kind of sounds. Yeah, I agree. It the, sounds the, like the, the, like the mic sounds working, but also they're they're clearly singing to the backing track uh, in the chorus, and they yes. sound they sound better there. Of course they do. But the rest of the the rest of the song is very ago. like it's meh, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Taylor Swift winning a favorite pop album forevermore. This is Taylor accepting her award. Thank you so much to the fans. This is such an amazing honor. The fact that. 
you would do this for Evermore. I've always been so proud of this album. Um, I've always looked at Evermore as sort of folklore's adventurous, fun, younger sister. So thank you so much for doing this. Um, also, I just wanted to say to the fans, thank you for all the amazing support that you have thrown my way with Red, my version. It's been so much fun. I'm so lucky to be in your life and to get to have you in mine. Have a great night. Love you guys. Oh, she didn't shout out Jake Gyllenhaal. Huh? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, ABC is doing another round of uh, live in front of a studio audience specials. What's on, that again? Uh, December 7th, where I guess they redo like old sitcoms. Because when you used to watch an old sitcom, it would always be like the Razamoka show is taped in front of a live studio audience. Yeah. Right? Like, so they're, they're, they're going on that sort of gimmick of live in front of a studio audience. Okay. And um, they're doing different strokes. Okay. Is this 100% legit, Maury? Like 100% vetted? Like ABC said, yes, this is what they're doing. Wait, is this like in front? Like, um, sorry. Full set and everything. Yeah, like recreating yeah, yeah. All yeah. The sets? yeah, yeah. They did the same thing with All in the Family, right? And they recreated the actual set, right? And then it was just taped in front of a live yeah. studio audience. Yeah. Okay, so here's so here's what they're doing. They're doing different strokes and the spinoff from a different strokes, the facts of life. All in the same night? No, I don't know if it's all in the same night, but this oh. is this is their plan. Okay. So the cast of different strokes is Damon Wayne's is going to be Willis. Okay. The older brother. Yeah. Uh, John Lithgow is going to be Mr. Drummond. Oh, sick, yeah. And uh, apparently, apparently Kevin Hart is going to be Arnold Drummond. Oh, stop it, guys. Why? Because he's so short? <laughs> I guess. No. No. I'm ready. <laughs> I guess. But also, Arnold was like 12 in that yeah. show. Yeah. Like, Kevin Hart's grown. Does he have the beard and everything? I think so. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. So that's apparently. Are they going to have to like go on in for the uh, like for all of uh, Kev's kind of moments on the show? Because I don't know what the height difference would be between him and like Mr. Drummond or Willis. Oh, like, um, John Lithgow's very tall, and is so is uh, Damon Wayne. So okay. is Damon Wayne. Because I didn't know if they would have to like for the scenes that Kevin Hart's in, if they have to like dig like a little bit of a ditch. And then he stands in the ditch. <laughs> but they may they may have to do that. Like a everybody, shorter? like everybody who acts beside Tom Cruise. Right? That's, they got to walk I in a ditch. I thought I heard that yeah. before. Yeah. Right? To make yeah. him look Also, taller? he wears lifts and everything else. And all the, <laughs> I think you, you told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They all do. <laughs> they all do. They're all on steroids and they're all walking in ditches and wearing lifts. That's the reality <laughs> of Hollywood. Okay? You want to know what Hollywood is? Hollywood is steroids, lifts, and ditches. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Boom. I blew it for you. I apologize. You even look, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. How did Simu do on SNL over the weekend? Simu Liu. Oh, Shang-Chi. Was People he great more? Love. He was really good. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. I, I caught some of his uh, monologue the next day. The, the Spider-Man story was really great that he told. Ten years ago, I actually had a job dressing up as Spider-Man for kids' birthday parties, uh, which meant parents would pay me to entertain their kids while they were day drinking. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget this one birthday boy. His name is Trevor. And, like, I don't want to say anything bad about him, but let's just say he was a real Trevor. <laughs> Kept kicking my shins Uh-oh. and screaming, you're not Spider-Man, you're not Spider-Man. And, look, I don't know if you've ever been kicked by a seven-year-old while wearing a $30 Walmart Spider-Man suit, but it will break you. <laughs> it will break your spirit. But it also lit a fire under me. And uh, I don't know where he is now, but Trevor, if you're watching, I just want to say, you were right. I'm not Spider-Man. I'm Shang-Chi, bitch! 
Oh! <laughs> In your face, Trevor. <laughs> uh, poor kid's probably like 17 right now. I something know. Like that. Oh, man. Uh, what I an told, honor, though. I totally didn't know I did that. What an honor. What an honor that would be. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Britney Spears comes out of the conservatorship, and one of the first things she does is reignite a feud with Christina Aguilera. Damn. I love it so much. So, what happened? So, okay, so uh, people are now being asked who have commented in the past about Britney or who have been tied to the sort of Britney story or uh, who have lent help in any way that they could. And so, mm-hmm. last week, if you remember, Lady Gaga was on the red carpet for uh, House of Gucci. And they asked Gaga, who has come out publicly in support of uh, of Britney and uh, the, free, the, the free Britney movement multiple times. And although it was a movie premiere, everything else, they asked Gaga and she said this. The way that she was treated in this business was really wrong. And the way that women are treated in the music industry is something that I um, I wish would change. I think that she will forever be an inspiration to women. And off the top of that, uh, Gaga was she was a little hesitant at first to answer the question, um, and then she and then she did. Uh, and so Christina Aguilera was on the carpet on uh, Thursday night last week, but it's only coming out now. Really, all of this stuff uh, at the Latin Grammys, and she's doing the press line. And you're going to hear somebody bring up Britney in the conservatorship, and mm. then you're going to hear Christina Aguilera's publicist jump in. So listen to this. <laughs> So, and oh. what you see, what you see though, is, is Christina Aguilera looking at the reporter yeah. and then the reporter goes also Brittany. And then you see Christina look at her publicist and oh. then look back at the camera and then she doesn't do anything except, you know, when you sort of do that frown face, like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. That's what Christina did. So she oh. did that, like, she did that, like, oh, frowny face. Yeah. And then the publicist was like, no, sorry, we're not doing that tonight. And then drags her away. Or and then ever. as she's, as she's like walking away, but I'm happy for her. Like, that, like made oh, it seem damn. like the publicist, but she was like, publicist, jump in, do your job. Do your job, job yeah. Do your job. <gasps> I'm not talking about that. And, uh, so and, what, Brittany went off? So, yeah, so Brittany uh, posted the video. Really? Yeah, and she goes, I love and adore everyone who supported me, but refusing to speak when you know the truth is equivalent to a lie. Ooh. 13 years of being in a corrupt, abusive system, yet why is it such a hard topic for people to talk about? I'm the one who went through it. All the supporters who spoke up and supported me, thank you. You, uh, Yes, I do matter. And uh, so, yeah, Brittany firing up the uh, machine um, with, uh, with Christina Aguilera again because, you know, the... Listen, the media put those two together as did. far as that feud goes. It was completely manufactured by the the media. It, this wasn't a thing where the ban- where they actually, I don't think, really hated each other. No, because they both um, came out at the same time. But I really do believe that Britney does not like Christina Aguilera right Ooh. now, which is kind of awesome. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Dwayne Johnson said that he wants to be the next James Bond. Didn't um, Ryan Reynolds just say last week that he wanted to be James yeah, Bond he too? Did. He said, I would like to uh, follow in the footsteps and be the next James Bond, said Dwayne Johnson. Again, too old. You're 49, man. Bond is like something you do for 10, 12 years of your life. Uh, I can't see the rock in that role. No. Um, so, but however, so uh, Dwayne's grandfather, Pia, Peter Maivia, 
was actually a Bond villain in 1967's oh. uh, You Only Live Twice. Really? So I didn't know that. Know that. The I didn't chief. know that. Great chief, Peter Maivia. Uh, he says, uh, he says uh, Dwayne Johnson says, uh, I don't want to be a villain. You got to be Bond. So I guess maybe he wants to be uh, James he, Bond. No, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, no. right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, let's start with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony over the weekend. Um, what was uh, Dave Chappelle doing there? Oh, he's introducing um, Jay-Z. Inducting Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Right, or, right, Sorry, right. inducting Jay-Z. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And backstage, I saw Jay-Z, and a photographer came up and said, guys, can we get a picture? It was him and his wife, Beyonce. And we all... All right, guys, relax, would you? <laughs> <laughs> and we all grouped together for a picture, me, Jay, and Beyonce. And I stood between them, and I put my arms around him, and Jay grabbed me and moved me to the side and grabbed his wife by the hand and said, the rose between the thorns. <laughs> <laughs> and as they're taking a the picture, Jay says to me, you must have a lot of pressure on you. Say funny shit all the time. <laughs> and I looked at Jay and I said, well, you must have a lot of pressure on you to say cool shit all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. And Jay looked at me and said, it ain't no pressure. I just do it. <laughs> and I looked at Jay and said, my God, man, you just did it again. <laughs> uh, Yo, congratulations, Jay-Z. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So let me ask let me ask you this, okay? If you were in the uh, market to hire a hitman, okay, okay uh, would you go to rentahitman.com? No, that sounds uh, fake. Uh, thank you. So there's a woman named Wendy Klein. Maybe .org. There was a woman named Wendy Klein who was in the, the market for a hitman to mm. whack her ex-husband. Mm. Um, she didn't want to do the job herself, and she didn't know anyone she trusted. So she did what anybody else does, and you go online and you Google. And she found rentahitman.com. Now, the website promised to, confidential, to promise confidentiality. It also boasted of industry awards. It showed off testimonials of, of satisfied customers, including one from a woman named Laura S. who said, quote, caught my husband cheating with the babysitter. Hmm. Uh, the website bragged about complying with HIPAA, which they call the Hitman Information and Privacy and Protection Act of 1964. Uh, and then they uh, also go on to uh, give fees and everything else. So the problem is that uh, Rent a Hitman is not like it's a fake website. They claim that it's run by somebody named uh, Guido Finelli, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's not. It's it's run by a guy named Bob Innes, who's 54 years old, lives in Northern California, and he forwards any serious inquiries he gets to law enforcement. Um, and he launched the site 16 years ago as part of an internet security business that never went anywhere. Instead, it just sits there right now as a honeypot for people who are looking to hire professional killers. So, are you on the website? No. So I'm when, on it right now. So Wendy went up and like filled out all the paperwork. You have to give your home address. Also, they want to know who you want to whack, oh, right? No. And so you have to fill like, that in. last name? Yes. Uh-huh. And so then this guy Wendy. just forwards all of the uh, inquiries to police. Now, what did you discover on the website? Uh, it says here, your point and click solutions since 1920. Okay. 
Sounds right. official. Okay. Rent a Hitman is your uh, point and click solution. Click the button below for your free consultation. Your privacy is important to us. So you got to think that people like Wendy are just colossal idiots, right? Mm-hmm. And who oh, goes no. looking for a who goes looking for a hitman and they go to rentahitman.com. So let me read you this here. Okay. About 650 to 700 people have contacted him since he first registered the website in 2005, including 400 who, like Wendy, filled out the service request form, which requires users to give their full names, email addresses, phone numbers, and, uh, uh, and their target. Come on, Wendy. 400 people have filled that out looking for a hitman. Uh, on this website, Guido also has yeah. field operative gear available now. Support yeah. the cause by grabbing your very own Rent-A-Hitman field operative gear, hats, shirts, mugs, stickers, stationery, and more. <laughs> Proceeds will enable us to continue to provide top-notch service to our dis- discerning clients. Thank you for your continued support, Guido. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, people are dumb, right? <laughs> Am I like people are just idiots? It's a beautiful website, by the way. Is it? Is it done yeah, well? It's yeah, it's done really well. Yeah. Yes. But come on now, come on now. You go on rentahitman.com thinking you're going to rent a hitman, and then you're oh, like, bro, what? Oh yeah, so they busted this one, by the way. She's going to prison. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know, that's what happens. Just in case anyone's wondering, yeah. they have uh, group and senior discounts available. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, you want to start with Dancing with the Stars? Mm. Seems fresh. Uh, so last night was the uh, finale. New uh, Mirrorball Trophy winner. So when it was all said and done, uh, it was down to the uh, pairings of uh, Jojo Siwa and uh, her partner, as well as uh, Iman uh, Shumpert and uh, his partner, NBA player, making it to the final two. Jojo and thing. Jenna. Iman and Daniela, one of these two couples is about to win it all. After 10 weeks of intense competition, it's time for the final result. And just so you know, either of these winners will be making history tonight as a first. The winners and new champions of Dancing with the Stars are... Razimoka. Oh my God, Iman and Daniela! So there you have it. And jeez, uh, I don't know. I, I, like, oh, you don't like the result? Well, they, is it because uh, you called JoJo from the beginning? And well, no, like? it is because I called JoJo from the beginning oh. for sure. <laughs> but but I also I I I'll, I don't like when somebody goes through an entire competition Mm -hmm. and they slay not only do they slay in the choreography not only do they slay on the scoreboard but they're consistently the best couple with the best scores and they are number one in every sort of category are you talking about my guy cody rigsby no i'm talking about jojo siwa you think that um and they don't win right and then dancing with the stars they sort of lean on this notion that if somebody unexpected wins they always say well because they showed the most improvement 
right? They sort of grew the most, but they, they still weren't the best. Now, I will say this, that Iman and his partner had the best choreography. I think that she's the best choreographer on the show. Mm-hmm. And, and, and for a big guy, look, take it from me. Big guys don't move like that. Big guys always look a little awkward when they're dancing. And he looked fluid and he looked awesome and was nailing everything. But so there you go. You just prove why you won. No, but JoJo should have won. <laughs> like JoJo should have won. Just gave the guy points on everything. No, no, but but not points, but not more points than I would give to JoJo, right? Okay. So anyway, so here is what's the matter with you? Why are you looking at me like that? No, I'm just like you're looking at me like I some, care too much. Yeah, well okay. that yeah. yeah, and also for yeah. somebody who's disappointed who in says, the results. Yes, right, right. You gave like some pretty hardcore facts as to why. No, I'm, I'm not the winner's say, a winner. No, no, I'm not saying he shouldn't come number two. Right? But he wasn't the best. Anyway, here's uh, Dammit Mori with uh, JoJo Siwa and Jenna Johnson. Who's also wasn't the best because she came in number two. Well, no, they were, though. JoJo Mori from the Razamoka Show. Congratulations. Is second place still a win for you? <laughs> oh, Out man. of 15 incredible couples who are all talented in their own way, we got second. I will take it. We were right there. We made it to the finals. We were even in the 15, and it, it was an honor since day one. And I've got to ask you, you've got to be a little bit disappointed, right? <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, Doug. I... Yes. Here's <laughs> I'll be the honest one for us. Nobody likes to lose. Nobody <laughs> does. I would much rather get second than have gone home a week earlier. I am very grateful for the things that I've won throughout being here. I've been making a joke now all night that since we're dressed like mirror balls, this is my personal mirror ball that I get to take home. But I just, it's been, it's been such a good time. So of course, no one's gonna be like, yeah, I got second, woo! But we got second. It's awesome. Listen, she should still be proud. Yeah. Right? And, Congratulations. And I will say that I have become a huge fan of JoJo Siwa. I didn't know what a JoJo Siwa was. I knew the kids liked her. I knew that she was like a YouTuber and all this stuff. I yeah. had no idea what the hell a JoJo Siwa was. Uh, in the last, I would say, six months, since really when she came out and how she handled that, um, and then Dancing with the Stars and everything else, i become a massive fan of JoJo Siwa. I think the girl is just dynamite. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so I got to get into this crypt. Chris Pratt Mario uh, controversy. Um, so uh, over there, Mocha, you have the the classic Mario from the video game, and then I gave you a clip of uh, uh, Super Mario from the Mario. What the hell was this show called? It had a real weirdo name. Oh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> it's okay. me, Mario. Okay, so that's the Mario that we all know, right? Mm-hmm. It's me, Mario, with the uh, Italian accent, correct? Yeah. It's me, Mario. And cause I don't know a lot of Mario. I played Luigi's Mansion with Roxy, oh Luigi's God, Haunted so Mansion, good. which is the best game ever. And uh, and Luigi, the only thing he ever says is, oh, yeah. Um, That's it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whenever he does something cool. Oh. Right? He doesn't say, like, it's me, Luigi? No. He just goes, oh, yeah. Mm. Um, it's me, Mario. So we know that. And then... And then, so I want you to play the the clip now. And this is old, man. Uh, So this was a clip from Super Mario Brothers. Now, the reason why I want to play this, okay, is because when it was announced that they're doing a Super Mario movie and Chris Pratt was cast to play Mario, people um, were saying, first of all, they did not like that. 
Um, but they were wondering whether Chris Pratt was going to do an Italian accent, okay? Because I guess they don't want Chris Pratt to do an Italian accent. So so here is how the uh, Mario was voiced in Super Mario Brothers Super Show. So you're going to hear Princess Peach and Mario. Don't worry, Princess. Luigi and me will climb that mountain before you can say spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. So that was from the show. Oh, okay. So do you hear an Italian accent there? No, he sounds I do like, not. A, like, like he's from Brooklyn. Okay, play it again. Don't worry, Princess. Luigi and me will climb that mountain before you can say spaghetti and meatballs. Okay. Right? <laughs> before you can say spaghetti and meatballs. Yeah, he sounds like Brooklyn. Right. So, But a lot of people don't want Chris Pratt to do the Italian accent. Because they so, think he's going to do this? It's me, Mario. But I don't know. Like, 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 like you can't play Italian now? Right? So what are they going to do? Like, it's just Chris I, Pratt voice? I, I understand when you, you know, you are from the, you know, gay community, trans community, whatever. You Obviously, you don't want somebody white playing a different race. But, like, white people can't play white people? Like, they don't want Chris Pratt to do an Italian accent? It's kind of wild to me. So, anyway, hmm. they're, they're doing without it. So, this is Chris uh, Melader, uh, Meladandri, who is the producer of the new Super Mario Brothers. As an Italian American myself, I understand, you know, I understand the comments. Uh, Charlie Day, who's playing Luigi, actually, it comes from an Italian heritage. Oh, he does. Yeah, so that's our, that's our. Network. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. How much are you going to have them like lean into the? Like, it's me, it's Mario. Like lean into the Italianness. It's you know we we cover it in the movie, um, so you'll see that. We definitely nod to that, but that's not the tenor of the performance throughout the film. All I can tell you is the voice that he's doing for us and Mario is phenomenal. I can't wait for people to hear it. But isn't it more offensive to, to like, make Mario less Italian? Like, to Americanize him? Right? Or westernize like him, me, I guess? Yeah, like, to me... It would. Be, I would be more offended that they they screwed I with think, Mario. Yeah. Like if he doesn't say it's me, it's Mario. But then are we gonna have a whole Lady Gaga thing again, where people are gonna make fun of how bad? But, but the Lady Gaga is. is Italian, though. That's I'm the sure, difference. But they didn't like the accent. It doesn't she matter. Did. She is Italian. The problem they have with Chris Pratt is that he's not Italian. And the other side of it is, if he doesn't do the Italian accent, are people gonna make fun of the fact that he didn't do it? No, no not make fun of. No, 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 no. no I think no. it's a it's a no win situation. Exactly. You right. do the accent. You get killed for it. You don't yeah. do the accent. You get killed because yeah. you didn't do the accent. Yeah. Anyway. What and do you want? I don't want anything more. I want nothing. It's me, Mario. <laughs> I want a Luigi standalone movie is what I want. Bypass Mario altogether. Luigi. It's me, Luigi. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Luigi's the true star of that franchise, if you ask me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence reacting to being paid less than Leonardo DiCaprio for Don't Look Up. Oh, I cannot so, wait for that movie on Netflix. So she gets top billing in the film, uh, which she said that uh, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio was very gracious with. Um, but uh, so Leonardo DiCaprio made... What do you think DiCaprio made for that Netflix movie? Like two mil. Two mil. What do you think Jennifer Lawrence made for that movie? She made less than DiCaprio, remember? 1.5. 1.5. So Leonardo DiCaprio made $30 million. Holy cow. Jennifer Lawrence made $25 million. So she says, uh, talking about the pay disparity, she says, uh, yeah, I saw that too, talking to Vanity Fair. She goes, look, Leo brings in more box office than I do. I am extremely fortunate and happy with my deal. Hmm. Um, 
So it's, it's, who's the bigger star? Well, no, no, it's it's not necessarily. It's very difficult to complain about. Like, and and she listen. Should they be paid equal? I mean, sure. Like, why not? Right. Mm. But if there's a reason for it, there's a reason for it. We just don't know. Who knows? But you you're treading in real, real like sort of murky waters when you make 25 mil for a movie and somebody makes 30 and then you start complaining that you didn't make 30 yeah but you made 25 like Still it's a t- it is, it's a real tough thing to talk about and yeah, i'm not saying I, she yeah. doesn't have a leg to stand on i'm not saying there isn't an argument to be made i'm just saying that publicly it's a very difficult argument to mm. have even to let your opinion be known because people come at you right they'll come at you like you're doing an italian accent poorly Oh, man. <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Everybody in the room ready to answer some questions. All right, let's go to the phones first. Hello, Natalia, how are you? Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, thank you. How are you guys? Good, good, good. What is your question? The question is, uh, what is something that you 100% do better than your partner but could never tell them? Hmm. What's your answer? Uh, I've been thinking about this one just because... Uh, my boyfriend's very good at a lot of things, but the things that he's not good at, he will 100% admit to. Um, so one thing I was thinking, well, he's a huge car guy, uh, but he doesn't drive around much anymore. So I think I, I could argue that I'm, I'm a better driver than he is nowadays. Mm, that would hurt, Maybe. huh? If you told him yeah. that, do you think he'd be hurt by that? I think he would. I used, mm. to, I used to be a huge rage driver. I would tailgate and do all the wrong things. Yeah. I've calmed down. I've become much better now, and I think I could... I think I could take him. Hmm. Oof, interesting. Ron? Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm sort of like you. Like, the stuff that I'm not good at, Catherine knows full well and, and vice versa. Like, I am a way better cook than Catherine mm-hmm. is, oh. but she doesn't like to cook. Like, this is what it's like in my house, okay, is Catherine will go to the kitchen, and she's like, I'll watch her go to the pantry, and she'll get a rice cake. And then I'll watch her stand there in the kitchen and then she'll like cut an avocado in half and take out the avocado. And then she'll put a frying pan on the stove and she'll throw three pieces of bacon in it. Mm. That's her thing, right? Little rice cake, little avocado, little bacon. That's the thing. Turns the pan on, puts the bacon in. Then she goes into the office for a second. And then I just hear like the bath running. And With the bacon still on the... The, the bacon's fully... The bacon is fully oh, just no. sitting there like cooking and like at the wrong temperature in the wrong pan like she forgot like all that stuff yeah she just like ah, she has other stuff to do and then so what what, what winds up happening is then i get up because i'm like <laughs> she's not coming back uh-huh. i get up and i finish her bacon i take the bacon off the out of the pan i put on a paper towel everything else and then i holler down i holler like she's in the tub at this point uh-huh. and i go hey babes your bacon's done and she'll just go oh yeah thanks totally forgot <laughs> I'm guessing this happens often. All the time. Oh, gonna burn the place all, down. All the time, right? Um, she, when she cooks rice, and don't get me wrong, I love her, right? She's fantastic at a lot of things. She would never say that she's a good cook. Somebody told her that the best way to cook rice, okay? Like when you cook rice, you put the right amount of rice in the right amount of water and mm-hmm. bring it to a boil, let it sit there, and then cover it, throw it on low to medium heat on a different burner, and for the right amount of time, water evaporates it's all good and fun. Fluffy. Nice. Somebody told Catherine the trick to cooking the perfect rice is to put the rice in the water in a pot, uncovered, turn it on high, oh leave God. it leave it on high until all the water's gone. 
the water will uh, be gone. Okay. No, and also it, it your does. rice burns. Your rice burns. So Catherine makes rice, but stuck to the bottom of the pot is an inch and a half of rice that I need <laughs> a machete to um, to remove. Right. So so but that, but but we but we both have those things, right? Like. Um, it, we're open with each other. Like Catherine doesn't like to cook. She's, it's not her thing. She's never claimed to be good at it. And with me, like I would say Catherine is way better at parking a car than I am just mm-hmm. because she's been doing it for forever. Um, I would say I'm a better painter, like a wall painter, because Catherine, again, it's not that she's not good at things. She just doesn't care, right? Like Catherine doesn't care about the edge of a ceiling when she's painting a wall. Oh, no. Right? She just doesn't really? care because it doesn't bother her, right? Uh, doesn't no, bother that would, her at all. That would bug me. She'll just be like, whoops, right? And then just goes on with her life. Oh, no. Where, that would bother me. Bother, bother Every me, time right? I walk in the room and I see that whoops, I'd get it so, yes, so thank mad. Thank you. Thank you. But she's so perfect with everything else. How do you else. keep your cool? What do you mean? Like, how do you not just fly off your handle? Oh, I go in and I, I'll, I'll fix stuff if it's in the house, but she's painting her studio and stuff like that now, and she's doing a great job and everything. I don't care. Uh, uh, but it, Maury, it's, it's tough, though. What is something you 100% do better than your partner but could never tell them? Matthew's, like, good at everything. Right. But, but I could say that I am way better at grocery shopping than he is. Could you tell him that, though? Absolutely. You could. Absolutely. But what, what no, is something no, you're better at that you couldn't tell oh, him? I could never tell him. Working a room. Let me ask you a question. And, oh. and handling stress. Oh, oh, okay. Let me, oh. let me yeah, because that would just stress <laughs> Matthew out. If you told Matthew but that I, you were I'm better. Not, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, yes, I've seen I know. him in, in, in situations, he just says stuff that makes no sense. He would, like, if we're dealing with, uh, like, the neighbors or whatever and calling security, he'll start going, I'm calling my lawyer. And I'm like, we don't have <laughs> have a lawyer. Okay, okay. <laughs> so let me ask you this question, damn it, Maury. Uh, between you and Matthew, who's better at sex? Matthew. Okay. No, that's not true. You answered pretty quickly. Yeah. No. I think that that's the answer. Because there's... Answer, a, there, there's you okay. all this? No, Can no, you beep okay. all Hold on, them? wait. Because, because there's certain things, okay? There's an art to it. There's skill. There is um, cardio. There's all of this stuff, right? There's reading body language, nonverbal cues, like all of this stuff that goes on during that. He spends more time with things. Right. But I'm better at it quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Then you're not. You're not. Right? Wow. You're not. You just want to rush, huh? Yeah. You just want to get it over with. But I do it quick well. (laughs) Some 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 would say that that's impossible. <laughs> some would say. Some would say. Hold on. You know what? No, yeah. you can, no we're not starting the week off. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. What is? Uh, you you really want to call Matthew and ask Matthew if Maury's too quick? <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to have that conversation with Matthew. Uh, oh, Mocha, no. what about you? I accidentally hung up on Natalia. Oh no! Oh, sorry, sorry Natalia. Natalia. Uh, that was an accident. Um, I would never, ever, ever tell Jenna this. Yeah. But I think that I fold laundry better than she does. Oh. Even though she does all the laundry. Yes. Like when I go to put all of my clothes away, oh, like my couldn't. t-shirts and stuff, she folds it a certain way. Yeah. I will always unfold what she did and refold it the way I like oh, and put so, it in the yeah, drawer. Redoing the hard work yeah. of the partner is... And she does, like, every weekend she's doing the laundry. Yeah. And I don't say a yeah, single yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. folded, it's placed in a basket yeah. nicely, and, like, her clothes are in one basket, mine right. are in another, and every single time I take out, right. like, a T-shirt or whatever, right, I gotta... Right, 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 right. I gotta do it. Who's this? Hey, no, Natalia. Oh, Natalia. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Natalia. We hung up on you by mistake, love. 
That's okay. Okay, cool. No, uh, so Natalia, what I was saying, because you missed it, um, is that I think, and I would never tell Jenna this, so you keep your mouth shut, uh, <laughs> is that I think I could fold laundry better than she does. Oh. But she I does all the laundry in the house. And that's a hard thing to do. she folds because, everything. Because you know what happens if you tell her you're better at folding? You wind up having to do it all. She'll never oh, do it yeah, again. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you will have to put the you'll have to do all the laundry. Or she'll do the finish. laundry and leave all my clothes in a separate basket and yeah. be like, here. Yeah. No, I can't I can't have that conversation with Catherine. I yeah. never would. Anyway, so don't say anything, Natalia. Who's better who's better at dealing with companies? You or Catherine? Like you if mean? you have to call and ask um, for a product oh, or me. talk. Yeah. Me, me, oh, me, me, Jenna in our house, me. it's Jenna because I lose my temper a lot quicker than she does. Yeah. She has a, a, a better way of communicating and also being firm. Whereas right. I will, as soon as I get an answer I don't like, yeah, voice is loud, yeah, rude, right. Um, Catherine's better at writing people if there's a problem. Mm. I'm te- I'm I'm bad. She will always like I'll I'll send her something. I'll here just send them this, and she's like I'm not sending them this. Yeah, because it's you put periods at all the right places. No, because she thinks that I sound like that I sound grumpy like even in through an email. You do, <laughs> right? You do. <laughs> Bingo. Hey, thank you so much, Natalia. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, guys. Right on, Have well. a good day. You too. Bye. Sam asks, do your pets have any weird nicknames that aren't even close to their actual names? My dog's name is Joey, but we call him Wiener. Um, yeah, okay. So my my one cat is Pickles. We call her Picky. My one cat is Fig. We call him Figgy. And then my one cat is Moo Moo. We call him Mooey. <laughs> so I don't know why, right? Uh, yeah. But no, we don't have nicknames for our, for our cats. Um, do we? Oh yeah. So okay. So yeah. Like we'll we'll sometimes call it like pick a roo roo roo. Like we'll do like bad stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Moo is just like he's just the devil. So sometimes like he just gets yelled at a lot. Um, but other than that, no, I don't think we have like actual nicknames that have nothing to do with the name. Like my cat's name is Pickles, but we don't call her like ketchup cardboard right you know what i mean like it's like we don't do that uh yeah. maureen well ours is andy and since day one i've always called andy i just i call him andy can skywalker andy can skywalker but his name is andy monroe i know and i'm always like little andy can skywalker but why didn't you just call him andy can skywalker because it's andy monroe the nickname is andy oh. can skywalker when, you, when you're mad at him do you call him andrew <laughs> no, when Matthew's mad, he, he throws in the official last name, oh. which is Carrie. So he's like, Andy Monroe Carey, get over here. Oh, Andy Monroe's not his full name? To me, it is. I didn't put Aunt Carrie. He doesn't know. I didn't put Carrie on the official government documents. Oh, my God. Because I refused to okay, put so Carrie on Okay, so hold on, on here. This. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So Andy Monroe, and, yeah. then, and then Matthew wanted Carrie for Mariah Carey. So, yeah, to him so, it's so, Andy so Monroe So you Carey. guys agreed Andy Monroe Carey, but when it came to the official documents that's registered... It's just Andy Monroe. You left out the Carey part. Does Absolutely. he know that you left Not out the Carey part? Oh, he's going to oh. soon. <laughs> You know, and I have the option of not telling you. This, this may ruin Christmas. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> oh, I was, I was mentally prepared. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, in that case. <laughs> um, so we have so two dogs in the house. We have Tig, who's the almost nine-year-old golden retriever. Yeah. And then we have six-month-old Leo, who is uh, the Australian shepherd. Mm-hmm. 
We've always called Tig Tig. We've had like shorter, like other nicknames like Tiggy or whatever like that, right? But we've never called him anything other than that except for two times. Actually, I'm sure that there's more, but the two that come to mind are when we first got into Homeland. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the character, uh, what's his name, Adrian Brody? No. What's the, oh my God. What? His, oh, Damien Lewis? Damien, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So his yeah. character was Nicholas uh nicholas brody i mm-hmm. believe and we used to call tig whenever we would watch a show tig we would call him uh tigalus brody <laughs> right and when he was being bad or like just being a terror in the yeah, house yeah we would call him actually i don't know if i should say it. Say, nah, whatever. say it it was a character in the show yeah he was the terrorist in the show yeah. and his name was abu nazir yeah so we would call tig abu nazir oh my god <laughs> <laughs> anytime he was being bad see that's funny um let's see here anthony lombardo says oh. hey ross i just had an amazing date with this girl named taylor I can't wait to see her again, but she also talked about how she worked with you as an intern, and you called her Tay! Just curious if you remember her. <laughs> P.S. She also said hi, and she loved working with you. Uh-oh. Let me preface this before your answer. Yeah. Let me preface this. Anthony, Ross is going to say he has no idea who that <laughs> was. Wow. Okay. Look at his face. He's like, uh-oh. Hold on here. Do you remember her at all? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of interns. I think that I think that I do remember um, Taylor. And and I'll, I'll be, to be honest with you, I don't may even make a point to really learn a lot of um, uh, interns' names um, until they reach a certain point. Because oftentimes, uh, no, no, no. Because oftentimes they would come in and then they just leave immediately. Like yeah, it's but not what if for it's them. They want to transfer out. No, no, then that then that's fine. Uh, then I'm happy to help them fulfill their dream. But uh, it usually takes me a little while. Um, <laughs> this it, you, it is, this usually, is what she looks like if if you. Yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. Yes, remember yes, her? yes. I do actually. Okay, I do fully remember Taylor. Um, uh, but uh, but every now and then we get interns who are like just different than other interns, and they you can tell that they. I don't know. There's just like something special about uh, a couple of them. We have um, one intern. I shouldn't even say intern. She's been working with us for forever um, at ET Canada who is like worked her way up from intern. And now she has like a great job. We have Mm -hmm. a couple of people like that. And you can always tell at the beginning. Like, you yeah. can always tell immediately at the beginning the ones that are going to sort of make it and then the ones that aren't. Because it's not an easy internship. It's a fun internship, but it's a it's a lot of work. And I remember Taylor, and I didn't specifically call her Tay, full disclosure. I heard somebody else call her Tay, and then I just oh. thought that that's, I thought that that's the what we do, right? Oh, I thought gotcha. that's what we do. Yeah, no, yeah. she was a special kid, though, and I really, really, I really enjoyed uh, her time when she was uh, when she was on the show. She's actually she's really funny. Not the answer I thought we were really gonna funny. Get. No, no, she's great. She's a great girl. Uh, Jenny asks, "What are you the worst at in social situations? For example, remembering someone names. will introduce <laughs> themselves to me and I forget their names oh. about twenty <laughs> seconds later. Yeah, yeah. Then I just walk around saying hi there to everyone because I don't know their names." Yeah. Yep. I, don't know, I don't know how to leave circles. Like, if you're talking to somebody or whatever, I never know when or how to walk away if you're if it's obvious that they're talking about something that has nothing to do with you. Right. So I'll end up just standing there with my drink and listening, and I, and I want to leave, yeah. but I'm like, I don't know how to leave. I'll tell you, the trick when it comes to names that I've used a million times, right, mm-hmm. is if I'm in a conversation 
with somebody who I don't know um, what their name is, mm. which happens quite often. Um, I'll usually hang out in that conversation until somebody walks up or past or whatever that I know. And I would use Catherine in this situation. I would use you, Mocha, in this situation and also Maury in this situation. So if I'm talking to somebody, the way that I always get their name out of them is if you walked up to me, I would just look at this person and go, hey, have you met Mocha? And then you go, hey, Mocha. And they go, hey, I'm Jim. And then I'm like, ah, there's the name. I've seen that <laughs> trick done on TV. I do it. I, that, that's my only way because I go. will never remember somebody's name. Like, I, I, I'm just not programmed that way. I will never remember your name in any sort of social situation. Yeah, I'm similar to Maury. Like, I don't know. I mean, the tactic that I use is when a person has finished their sentence, whatever uh-huh. it is that they're saying, then I'll be like, oh, excuse me a minute. And then I dip. Right, 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 right. Because right, you don't right. want to be rude. Like while that person is telling a story, you're saying yeah. whatever it is that they're saying that you just like walk away or interrupt what they're saying and yeah. say, excuse me, I got to go. Yeah. Right. I've never told this story out loud before, but it's so embarrassing. Like so, you've only whispered it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shem, you're going to hear this. So I was, um, I guess it was an orientation. We started, there was a brand new radio station, a sports radio station, and I was hired in with everybody else. We were all new there. It was an orientation day. Mm-hmm. And I, my situation, like I said, I never know how to leave circles or conversations. So it got to the point where I was standing with two people as part of the new team, but I didn't know how to leave the conversation. I ended up walking with them outside down the street, into the subway, and took the subway with them all the way downtown just because I didn't know how to leave the conversation. So I Hold went. on. But weren't there any points But I didn't that? live down there, so I took the subway all the way down to Union. And then all the way back up when they and got off. But during that I entire lived. time, you, like, you got the three of you weren't talking the entire time that you were all together, were you? Like walking like, down the street, going in down to wait for the no, train. No, I didn't speak ever. They were speaking. I just didn't know how to leave. So you weren't even part of the conversation. You were just no, part of the group. No. Oh my god, <laughs> Maury. Uh, okay, and I. By and the I've, way, I lived two blocks away from where this orientation was. I didn't need to go on the and, subway at and, all. And I've been, I've been this. Maury oh, is god. the guy at the party, right? You know when you can tell somebody's talking. To you at a party, and they've anchored you, mm-hmm. where they realize that you maybe are the person that they know best in this social situation, sure. and you are the person that they're going to buddy up with. Yeah, you're their anchor, uh, the and they may go off. They may go off and get something to eat or get something else, but they will always look around and find you because you are their anchor, right? Yeah, their comfort I, zone. I've been Maury's anchor before, uh-huh. and I've like I've I've had to hide, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because and and here's the thing: I could be in a conversation with somebody, yeah. right? And maybe it's somebody I haven't seen in a while, or maybe it's something. So we're talking business, whatever. I can see out of my peripheral Maury just walking in a small circle, like beside you just waiting waiting, <laughs> waiting. <laughs> like a fish in a fish bowl yes wait, waiting when will yeah. he be done when yeah. will he be done yes exactly yeah <laughs> waiting right so i've been maury's anchor before it's not a fun job <laughs> it's, not, it's not good um okay t we'll end on this one t says uh, not a question but listening to how much Roz injures himself and his surgeries oh. on his ingrowns are quite alarming the threshold he has for pain is both impressive and disturbing because it leads to the stories of the self-inflicted pain. Wow. 
Okay, is that a question or no, more of a comment? More of a she comment. just starts with oh. saying, "Not a question." Yeah, I wasn't listening. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I do. I've hurt myself quite a bit. In what was life. the last injury you got? What was the last like time the last, like the last thing that I would call an injury? Yeah. Um. Oh, when we were shooting our TV commercial, that was an actual injury. That wasn't me just hurting myself. That was an actual injury where I tore my calf muscle in half from behind my knee to the back of my ankle. I've watched Ooh. those commercials. You didn't do anything that would hurt you. Um, no, it was just simply like it was just like running. Like it was just yeah. a, a thing where we had to run. Wow. And uh, because and, in those, in what you see in the TV yeah, commercial, yeah, yeah. though, when we're in the the white onesies, yeah. right, yeah. and we're dancing, it's got that animation all around it. Like we would have to do each thing like multiple times like they filmed everything and we did so like that yeah. running we ran like i don't even know how many times yeah to, but i did it i did it I, I tore it on the first rehearsal oh that's right yeah yes, yeah yes, so then yes. i filmed the rest of the commercial with the with the torn um with the torn calf you don't see pain in your face um and then no and then i went home and i was just like talking to Catherine, and my foot was like Robbing? huge yeah. like Ugh. it was and then and then the swelling all went down and the thing that i didn't know about bruising is that bruising moves right because i thought the i thought that the what i hurt was in my ankle and my foot because that's where all the bruising was mm -hmm. but bruising moves like the bruising that you get deep inside will move and by the time it gets down to your foot you haven't injured your foot but the injury behind in the back of your calf is what actually hurts because well, the bruise is, is blood it moves, yeah. So, bruise. Mm. So, my foot was completely black and blue. My calf, not not a mark on it. But and it was so, your calf that you tore. But it was tore. my calf that I tore. Well, because and I the blood fell downward. Yeah, and then I went and got uh, an ultrasound, and they were like, "Yeah, you tore this all the way down." And Ooh. now, even when I stand, there's a big divot in the back of my calf. Oh, seriously? Yeah, still, yeah, that goes all the way down. Still hurts like hell too. So what happened? Depending like, you on just what gotta I let do, it heal. just let it do its thing. It's gonna probably hurt for for a while now. So you might oh. be able to go on the treadmill again in a while. No, I. I <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all your questions. Keep them coming in. Every week we post on Instagram at KISS925. This is where we get the questions from. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS925. KISS925.com. Or download the KISS925 app.